Blog Talk Radio. Good evening and welcome to The Cricket Show, broadcasting around the world every Sunday from 6 to 9 p.m. blogtalkradio.com slash thecricketshow or... Fast bowl us an email with your questions and comments to thecricketshow at comcast.net. And now, and let's can... talk cricket, lovely cricket. Yes, yes, let's talk cricket, let's talk lovely, cricket. lovely cricket. I'm just going to give the number so those who might have missed it will call us and let us know that they're hearing us loud and clear all over the world. The number is one five one five six zero five nine eight. It's a pleasure to introduce Murtis Nisbet and Mr. Dennis Seed. Good afternoon, gents and lady and gents, in that order. Uh, Good afternoon, Leon, and uh, welcome to another Sunday afternoon. Pleasant. We have lots on the cards, cricket, lots of cricket to discuss. There's so much cricket that I think we will have a ball talking about it today. Archie, good afternoon to you. Good afternoon, Dennis, and good afternoon, Leon. Good, good afternoon, afternoon to you. Good Oh, yes. How, how sweet does that voice sound? Folks, oh. <laughs> call and tell us about that voice. It's as good as David's laughter. But anyway. Oh, wow. Yes, indeed. <laughs> indeed. We are indeed happy to have you both, and we are going to have a ball this evening. We haven't heard from the other panelists yet, but I know whenever they come, they'll have something exciting to say. But let's go to the Lord in prayer, asking him to bless this show. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you this evening. We thank you for you giving us this opportunity to post to host yet another show. We're grateful for the space you've set aside for us each and every day for the past, past uh, 11 years and going on 12. Thank you for the wonderful people who help us make it possible by their finances and by their moral support. We pray that you will just continue to open their hearts so they continue, can continue to help us make this show grow and be a better one. We pray especially for our, our loved ones who are sick, and I just bring their names to you so that you can adorn them with your blessings again, Lord. My dear wife Eunice Francis, Dr. Leroy Lashie and his daughter Lisa, Bob Jean Nisbet, Murchis' um, mother, Connie Whitley, my niece, Ellie Matt, Everett Carter, Oliver Solomon, and Murchis Nisbet, who is with us this evening as well. El Camido Willett, 
Boston Otto went with Francis, another brother of mine, and my father, brother again, Calbert Francis, are all not doing too well. Dennis Kelman, Joseph Gunshop, Willis and Mona Daniel, as well as Fillmore Hallpike, Earl Stevens, Jeanette Hughes, Dr. Roger Brown, and Virgil Francis' son. We pray for all those who have not expressed their concerns and hope that you may just bless them, heal them from the bottom of their feet to the top of their head. Thank you, Lord, for all you have done for us. And bless this show. Let it go on without any interruption. And all God's people say, Amen. Amen. Okay. Thank you, folks. And Dennis, anything from your end you want to report that I may not have missed in my opening remarks? Well, anything? We have been working over the weekend uh, hoping to uh, have a guest or two with us tonight from the California Cricket Academy. And it mm-hmm. sounds like uh, we should be in for some great information and news from uh, the budding people out there trying to grow cricket in the United States. So we're looking forward to that at about 7.30. And uh, we will see, hope that we will hear from our other panelists in due course. There's lots of cricket out there for us to discuss, the World Cup, India, Pakistan, Sri Lanka, you know, Australia, New Zealand, tons of cricket. So looking forward to it, Leon. Back to you. Yeah, indeed. And I uh, don't know if Murchis has anything else that you'd like to say before we go into the meat of things. Murchis, anything you wish to say at this point? Yeah. I know you like to be in the background and we bring you in from time to time. All right, I'll be I'll be here. I'll be listening. So okay. have a good show. Yes, indeed. And we start off with uh, the sad news. The sad. Thank you, Merchant. We start off with the very sad news because the cricketing world is mourning in the shocking vets of two Australian greats, Shane Keith Warren. He died at age 52, and Rodney William Marsh, MBE went home to be with the Lord at age 74. Marsh, they both, they both died on March 4th, the same day, incidentally, as the late Ronaco Morton some, some, some 10 years ago. Shane was regarded as one of the greatest leg spinners the world has ever seen and who has ever played the game. He captured some 708 wickets, at an average of 25.41 during his illustrious career of some 145 test matches. Uh, another Virgo has left us. Rest in peace, my brother. Rodney Marsh, MBE, was another remarkable Australian wicketkeeper. He scored 3,633 runs at an average of 26.51. As a keeper, he took 342 catches and added to that, he had some 12 stumpings. During an outstanding career, spanning a period of, from 1970 to 1984, may his soul rest in eternal peace and rise in glory triumphantly. On behalf of the Cricket Show, we offer our sincere condolences to all who are left to mourn the passing of these two great 
Australian cricketers and hope that their relatives and friends who are mourning them will find some solace to know that they have left a mark among cricketing fans the world over. We'll just go on for now, Dennis, and just... You know, Leon, Leon, before you move on there, I just Mm -hmm. read a newspaper article which suggested that uh, although Marsh was in Australia and Warren was in Thailand, I believe, the the, um, time factor was such that um, it was reported that Warren had, had written a note of commiseration to the family of Marsh in Australia, oh. you know, expressing his uh, condolences yes. mm. on, on the passing of Marsh. And, you know, mm. later on that same day, it turns out because they were in a different day, one was in Australia, the other one was on the other side of the world. Oh, so okay. it was still the same day physically, yeah, but yes. of course mm. it was a different time factor. And he'd written this, message of condolence to Marsh's family and lo and behold, you know, several hours later, basically, he too passed away from, you know, from what has been reported to be a heart attack colloquially. Oh, what a sad sad state of affair. I know how it is. Yeah, Mm because when my son passed, it was such a shocking experience, you know. Just having seen him Mm -hmm. 10 days before and you... We think that uh, Marsh, no, not only Marsh, but um, Warren, at age 52, mm-hmm. he was still a baby, you know, still a baby there, yes. 52. Yes. He had a long life ahead of him and a long career. Could have, you know, that he was exactly what we thought. He was such a sensation. But nevertheless, mm-hmm. one day we too have to cross that road and home folk when the time ready that we will be prepared. Sure, I'm making all the effort to do the best so that when the Lord calls me home, I'm ready to say yes. And he would say, well done, good and faithful servant. And hope and pray that all my friends and well-wishers will do similar. Well, let's start with the Women's World Cup because the West Indies started off with a big win for the West Indies, winning over, well, winning over, I'll tell you what, what winning over New Zealand. New Zealand. West Indies yes. scored 259 for nine from the allotted 50 overs. New Zealand replied with 256 for all out in the, for the 50th over. One ball left before they were gone. Great win for the West Indies, though in fact the record will show that they dropped so many catches that they could have won the match even earlier. South Africa versus Bangladesh, South Africa. No, let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. South Africa scored 207, and the Bangladesh women replied with 175. Yeah, go ahead. Make your point now. Oh, I I was going to comment on the the women, the New Zealand West Indies match. No, no, no. Okay, okay, let me do all, and then we can go go right through. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. South Africa, okay, let's go. Australia women against the English women, this course, England replying to Australia, 310 for three. 
they scored 298 for 8 and which means us have taken 12 runs lead and that is in fact a high scoring encounter and the better team won on that day India women today played against the Pakistan ladies again last evening and this later this morning India women scored 244 for 7 and the Pakistani replied with 137 all out in 42 overs. It was a match that I think the Pakistani let let loose and let uh, had um, an opportunity to at least restrict the Indians, but they did not. So congratulations. England are touring the Caribbean, and they played the warm-up match against the West Indies President Eleven, which ended in a draw. England 466 for six and 164 for four. West Indies present 11 to 64 and went 23 for 7. India are, of course, making mincemeat of (laughs) Sri Lanka. They scored in the first test match. India scored some 574 for 8. Sri Lanka replied with 174 and 178, losing that encounter by some 222 runs. And that's, of course, India having won the T20. And the, the three T20 India won. And now the, the first of the first test match was won by India, 222 runs. And come March the 12th, the second test match will be played. And, of course, the Sri Lankans will be hoping that they may just do something better. Now, to draw the series, they still have a chance to do that. But the Indians have a better thing in their mind. Australia versus Pakistan and all were looking forward to this encounter. Australia having not played there for some 24 years. Pakistan scored 476 for four declared. I thought that the declaration was some premature, but they knew better than I do. Australia, in reply, were 271 for two stumps at the end of third day. And they are some 205 runs behind the, the Pakistani. And what can happen tomorrow? You never know. They may have a collapse, but we know it's difficult for the Aussie having in the mix. Okay, so, so, okay, so let's move on. And uh, basically, we just going to be leaving it here, Mr. Dennis, so that you can have your say, and we will have your say, and start off with where you want to be, to begin. Well, let's let's start with the England-West Indies President 11, President 11. and, okay. you know, we saw in this particular match that the England team was bent on getting some batting practice. Because mm-hmm. after they declared at 466 for six, in the second innings, they actually reversed their batting order and sent in those players who had not yet batted or did not get to bat in the first innings. And hence we saw England manage 164 for four before declared. The uh, emphasis in the Caribbean, of course, was the fact that. Uh, the President 11 was selected from those players who appeared to be 
on the verge of selection being called up by the West Indies because they performed in uh, two of the four-day series of matches ably. It's hard to see how you could judge the performances on just two, two series of matches in that particular thing. However, three players from the President Eleven left their marks on the pres- uh, on, uh, in this match. Reefer, with his 106, must surely be knocking on the door. And Cartes consistently showed guts and concentration. Solozano, who was unfortunate uh, with that accident in Sri Lanka, which prevented, or was it India, in which he was uh, hurt and had to miss the series in there. He gave himself, yes, possibility. So these three are in a good position, knocking on the door for the uh, possible, well, maybe not selection in the team, but selection to the West Indies squad for the upcoming series. Most disappointing of all was the performance of Devon Thomas. I heard happy talk about Thomas's selection for the President's Eleven. You know, the people in the islands were very, very happy to see him selected, and they talked a storm about Devon Thomas. Unfortunately, he did not live up to the hype, and I'm afraid to say he may have to really come out and prove himself all over again because he was consistent in the early matches, but he was not so in this match against the... um, West against the English scoring side. Now, on to the Women's World Cup. Uh, no, well, let, let, me, let me say, let me re counter you with that because you, you made some very telling sure. points here. Um, sure. the, uh, let, let's start with Thomas. I thought that he, he had a very nervous start. Very, very nervous start. Normally, he went in late in the evening and he played out. A friend of mine called me and said, you see, Thomas, he's just playing out. He's playing out tonight and waiting for tomorrow. But he was even, even, he faced enough balls to be working the balls around. And, you know, I see Baystow, Baystow, the England uh, keeper. He was in uh, Thomas's ear all the time. And whatever he was telling him, but that obviously must have put him off. But he was very nervous. That's not the Thomas that we know. He 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 got an opportunity and he let it went. Uh, I mean, begging. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm, I hope I, I hope he can retrieve himself. But from this performance, I tell you, I don't think that he will be picked again for West Indies. At least like a well, just call up. I don't think so. Believe you me, because you know, it, it's 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 something that they they were hoping that he will come and show a little guts. But he did not. But and going on a little further, Solazano, I, I like the young man. I like how he shaped up. He, he looked good. He got a, um, the first thing is he got out with a disc, um, a shot that he should not have played. But the second thing is he got a very one, that, the one that kept low. And he was good. He was, he's a, he was to me, he looked good. And with, with, um, He's getting getting another opportunity. I feel that he will make the West Indies opening opening position one day. Um, who outstanding 
Well, reefer, you had to talk about reefer's knock. Reefer knock was solid and mature, and you can see the experience. He played the ball on his merit. When he comes to the hit, he hit it. He plays as if he's playing test match, not he, not that he's playing limited overs matches. And I'm happy. I'm happy to see he he comes the ball. He bowled well too. At least he he, he can throw his hands over. And um Yes, the young McSween or Lewis. Lewis is the one from the Winwood Islands. He looks good. He looks very, very good to me. And I, I think he's up there with just knocking on the door. Not ready for a pick yet, but although he has gotten a pick before for the West Indies, I don't think he's he's knocking on the door so hard that he rec- recall. But I think he's one for the future. And I just wish so those are three people as he stand out. We were hoping that Thomas would, but he did not show up. But I think Salzana looks good. And the reefer, you never know. If Myers is not doing too well after having gotten so many so many opportunities. And uh, I don't know what Shia, Shia Hope and Chase would be doing in order for them to be recalled because there are no matches on right now. So it's hard to see them coming back as well. So these guys played their part and to obtain a draw it was good. It was good but I, I thought we could have done a little better with the batting. That's my take. Yeah, yes, mm-hmm. yeah. I, 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 I do agree with you in, in some respects but you mm-hmm. know the one point about Devon Thomas could possibly have been nerved. You mm-hmm. know, I, I, I'm still somewhat um, not happy with the fact that only two series of four-day matches were played. And it is really not sufficient time to really get to, you know, investigate and look at players. But Thomas is young yet, and he can still have the opportunity because the series goes on for... He probably will miss out on this particular series because there will be no more four-day championship matches for the West Indies player teams until after the series with England has concluded. And that is... uh, But, you know, the interesting thing, Leon, is that we've seen players who scored hundreds against touring sides being called up into the squad and do well. And it looks like Young Reefer may well be one of those who may well get a nod and I'm just wondering if the West Indies selectors, having selected their squad, might decide to um, revisit that selection and add Reefer, you know, before the uh, series starts. But that's something to, you know, look forward to, to see if you mm. get the call-up. My reckoning is that, is that that squad that was selected was for the first test only. So this... Yes. Anyone who performs would not be included in that squad, but could possibly be in the next two matches, um, two teams or two squads. There you go. So he, he, has, he, he probably might be called up for the second or third, depending on the performance of, of the other two. The other two. The other, um, how the other players played in the first test match. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that's a good, 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 good assumption uh, of uh, of how the, the the players perform. I think that was a good mm-hmm. assessment, and I just hope. What you thought of the the wicket? 
Not the wicked, but the pitch in Antigua. You thought it was well, offered it enough for help for the patients? And... It didn't seem to do a, a great deal uh, when I was uh, watching, um, Leon. It seemed like it was just, um, well, it's either the pitch or the bowlers. And, you know, the bowlers somehow just did not seem as if they were able to get anything, any movement at all out of the pitch. The English batters were quite consistently comfortable mm-hmm. during their their massive haul of 400, 400 runs. They, they were just not troubled. So I, I'm just wondering if we are experienced enough um, in terms of our coaching department for our up-and-coming quick bowlers to be able to uh, attack, you know, able test players who have been around the, the, the fields a little bit longer than they have been at this match, at this game. I, I think they so, have quite a bit of youngsters uh, right here present that they can continue to at least develop. You know, we have Thomas over in yes. Jamaica. We had the young guy who went to, well, we have Seals and Phillips. And, you know, I like the guy over from Guyana, but by, by Jamaica, who the controversy was about. I, I like him too. So oh, I think they have about four good. And, of course, Azari Joseph is there. And I have a feeling that they're not finished with, with um the guy from Trinidad, the, the pacer, you remember him? The pacer for Trinidad? Gabriel? Gabriel. Oh, Shannon Gabriel. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I don't think they're finished with him yet. So, all in all, let's hope and see see what, what happens in that test, in that um, first test match, of course. Just want to remind the folks that it starts on the 8th, and it will go until the 12th. And of course, the second match will be played in Trinidad, not in Barbados, and then the final one would be played in in Grenada. And word out from the West Indies Cricket Board web page is that um, flights will be made available from Barbados to Grenada. There's a Grenadian Airlines which is be taking folks all the way over, and of course, the hotels and so forth are. are, are a building up and see lots of aircraft coming into Antigua because they're poison for the days, the bombing army. You know those calls? You were one of them, Dennis? Huh? You have <laughs> traveled with them? <laughs> they, they, they're in the element, you know, they're in the element, man. They shout for everything, everything, every every boundary that is scored by the Englishman and every catch is taken and every wicket that falls in favor of the English. Yes. They are there to support them. We need a we need they an like army it. like that in the Caribbean, because all all all, all the forces are, are just lukewarm. <laughs> they they're not hot nor cold. <laughs> we want to see West Indian fans support them, win, lose or draw. West Indies brings excitement. Well, yes, but I think in part, in part if the if the West Indian team sort of lit the field on fire as they did in the 60s series in, in England, I think you would probably find a lot of the dancing and the singing and the pans, steel pans 
you know, in, in action. But so there's nothing like success breeding success, uh, Leon. Success on the field will translate into success out there in the stands as far as the West Indies uh, fans are concerned. Do you know yeah. you know which this jockey was made the man of the match in one test match that was played in the Caribbean? You ever heard of that? Uh, well, no, you tell me, Leon, I'm listening. Yeah, Chicky Hi-Fi was named the man of the match in one of the matches that were played, was played in the ARG. That match and was rained out and, and Chicky Hi-Fi kept the crowd in the stands, man, and... Uh, adjudicators uh, had no alternative but to name him the man of the match. The first DJ has ever been named the man of the match in the world. That's a record. So, well, what that says, so, Leon, when, opp- that, when, opp- when opportunity knocks, you have to seize it by the head or the tail and use it. So I take my hat off to this DJ for his wonderful performance. Yes, so Anything you want to talk about before we, we, we take a break for the Walter Henry birthday? Oh, I haven't well, heard from Audley, but we will go right ahead and do what we have to do. I well, let's, let's look at the Women's World Cup and, I mean, that performance from, you know, so far. I mean, we'll okay, begin with so the... Okay, we about five minutes, so I think, I think this will be brief. So why don't we do the happy birthday, and if you have anything to say, in that period we'll go, and we'll see if you get Virgil in, and then you... You, I'll play the music and then you come right in. And um, while I get Virgil on the night. want to tell the folks that they welcome to the Walter Henry birthday and anniversary. Oh, with us we have Virgil coming all the way from Antigua and Barbuda and the nicest village in the world. English Harbour. In. English Harbour. 
You're on. You're yeah, good evening on. to all the panelists and good evening to all the listeners all over the world. Indeed. So, good evening, I, um, Virgil. We have Murtris and Virgil on, and the others aren't coming on yet. So, we'll get your birthday for you from you, and uh, be sure to say hello to Murtris and Dennis. And of course, go, go right ahead. Anything from your son? Why don't you give us an update on your son? The last time we spoke, you know, he had a little issue. Uh, yeah, he's still, um, I think last week he, I think he went back um, to, to the doctor. Now they're, they're, uh, they're doing some more, I think you have to do about a couple of more MRI. Yeah, you have some okay. um, other tests. He has some tests coming up to do. The doctor is investigating more, so you have some more tests doing. So that's, right. that's, that's the latest I got on that, yeah. All right. And anything else from you? From your neck no, of the No, no birthday or anything like that. A, a lot of tourists are in town over in English Harbor. Oh, uh, yeah. They, they, well, as I said, they're, they're, they're one of the race finish. Uh, no, I think they're in St. Most of the boats are in St. Martin. Now, gotta have a race in St. Martin, and then they go on to um, St. Bart's. Have a St. Bart's. Um, they call the bucket St. Bart's race. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of boats that was that's down here. Some already left because you know they go on charter. So, okay. But the area is still looking good, yeah. Mm-hmm. Any birthdays from you? No, anything else? No, 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 no. No, no. Maybe I do have, but I don't remember what I. Okay. But no. All right, how about you, Dennis? Why don't you come on in with your birthdays? I don't have any birthday on the horizon for today, this week, that I can think of. I'm like Virgil, none that I can't think of right now. But uh, happy birthday, anyway, to those who have and are celebrating birthdays. Yes, indeed. I too don't have any birthdays. Oh, yes, no, 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 I have birthdays. I want to just say happy belated birthday to my adopted mother. Let's see something. We have a little hound coming back here. Where is that coming from? Uh, I don't know where that's coming from. But anyway, yeah, from my adopted mother, Annie Cathy. And you know when she was born, Virgil? Long before you, 3rd of March, 1896, she brought me up from a little, little toddler. And she treated me well, though I was not her, her biological son. And I always remember her birthday. Happy birthday. She would have been 128. Oh, my goodness, if she were alive today. But I'm grateful for her bringing me up, helping me along the way. Um, give me some rough deals, but it, it, it worked out to be good, good for, for, for me. We also want to say happy birthday to Jackie Lawrence. She she will be celebrating a birthday on the 12th. And you know something, Virgil? You forget Saviv. Saviv is going to be making his 70th birthday come the 12th of March. And uh, we all cherish that young man. I could never, ever forget the kindness he shared to me. And um, I will never, ever forget it. And, you know, some folks, when they reach the top, they forget the ones who are at the bottom, but not so vive. I wish him well. I hope he lives to see many more birthdays and have good 
and healthy and prosperous the rest of his life. Back over to you, anybody else? I don't know. I don't see anyone else on. So Marchese is not in the birthday business, but I know she she will cherish the people who are living today and hopefully we'll hear from the rest. Anybody else? Any, anything on your mind, Dennis, that you want to share with us? Not the birthday, but we can uh, certainly go back to the World Cup, the Women's World Cup. Oh, yes. We before we go back to cricket, I meant. Before we go back to cricket. Anything else? Uh, no, not really. No, okay. But Nothing. we just hope that the war will, will, will finish. I don't know if um, Virgil oh. has seen the effect of the war over in Antigua. I mean, things are short. Um, food stuff are short, anything of the nature. Gasoline prices have gone up. Can you tell us anything about that, Virgil? Virgil? Yeah, he seems not to be able to hear us. Probably not listening. But yes, you're right, Leon. It's it's a very veritable tragedy what is going on over there in Ukraine. Very sad indeed. And it sometimes makes you wonder. We have uh, an organization called NATO. We have the European Union. We have the... United Nations. Now, I thought the United Nations had a role to play in preserving world peace. And I hear very little but a few pronouncements from the United Nations. And we sit back and watch the atrocities and the damage and the destruction taking place in Ukraine. Uh, That is really very sad, sad, sad indeed to, to see all of that. You know, that country which was in, you know, growing well and looking good. Now suddenly, pot, you know, concretes everywhere, building destroyed, fire raging, mm-hmm. millions of people fleeing for their lives. It, it's, it's really sad, and I'm disappointed that an organization such as the United Nations is not in a position to do something constructive and something positive to, you know, stop and prevent this type of uh, issues from coming to the front. Well, it would appear as if the uh, President Putin is, no, is that what you call him, President? Oh, he seems to be the lord of all his ways, man. He, he's not concerned. I think it's something like it's routine for him to do just destroy buildings, lives, and so forth. I don't know. And they are not contemplating using the no-fly zone to to exercise that because they say that might might cause the World War III. And it's it's sad. It's sad that nothing can happen, that nothing can prevent this guy from continuing to destroy. And, uh, you know, it it makes me upset when that happens. But what can I do? I'm a little fish in a small, in a big, big pond. And so many people would love to see that the matter is is, um, taken care of. But nevertheless, uh, may peace reign. We just hope and pray that they find some way to meet and exercise caution. You know, a number of lives have been lost. A number of folks have been... um, Losing their homes and they're running from this disaster. I mean, what a tragedy! Is it the end of the world, Dennis? Oh, well, you know, the, the, the one thing that we think we have, you know, avoided World War Three, but the, the, 
the, the writing's on the wall, really. I think we will probably get that World War Three because Russia will not stop at this. If they're successful in the end, they'll be going after other neighbors around there. And their other neighbors happens to be um, members of NATO, North Atlantic Treaty Organization. And they have um, rules and assistance as part of their uh, constitution. So very likely, if Russia does reach out beyond Ukraine, those NATO members will probably be the targets because they're neighbors to neighboring countries of Russia. And quite likely, World War Three will then come because NATO members will become involved. So, mm. you know, it's, it's, it's bad. It's bad. It's not necessary, in, in my opinion, and we shouldn't really have it. But yes, somebody... So may peace reign. May peace reign and peace we just continue. Indeed. We continue. Yes, so, with that said, let's play a little piece for those who are having birthdays and uh, have not shared them with us last night. But all who are sh- having birthdays or some significant occasion, we just want to play a little bit of apparently. And then I'm still here with you, anyhow. Okay, okay. Well, Bert, do you have anything else to say before we turn our attention to the final? But no, no, I was just, I mean, what you guys were saying about Ukraine, I'm really, it's a sad situation. And the other sad, sad part of the situation is the members of our Congress um, praising that person who destroyed yeah. these people's life. And that's, that's the sad part about it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> sad, 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 sad. Okay. We, we are now joined by Audley, so why don't we bring in Audley? Good afternoon to you, Audley. Mm. Good evening to you, Mr. Francis. Good evening to our mm-hmm. panelists. Yeah, yeah, good, evening. Uh, good evening. Good evening. We we have started the Dennis, birthday. Mm-hmm. We started a birthday. I don't know if you are in a position oh. to do any changing. We did we did what we could at this point and share some of the birthdays. But if you have a few moments and you want to do it, in a few few minutes, we will just entertain that and then we move on. I, I, I can I can I can I can do it. I can mm-hmm. do it. Well, go ahead then. Go right ahead then. All right. So, so today is the sixth of March, um, and uh, let me start with um, today is uh, no Michael Manley. No Michael Manley, former Jamaican Prime Minister, mm-hmm. the cricket fan also wrote the book and stuff like that. Um, he died this day back in 1997. And it's also the test debut of Sarandi Roberts back in 1983 versus mm-hmm. India. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Test debut. And uh, for cricket, uh, David Shepard from England, Peter Roebuck, sports writer, um, also from England, Ted Allison, Davar Iqbal, and Sohil Khan from Pakistan. Kiran Powell from Nevis having a birthday today. Today he oh, is, right. uh, yeah, yeah, he's about 32. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. I saw Norgel and Haluka from Australia, Robert Scott, no, Roy Scott from New Zealand. And we have Dean Leroy Pettit from South Africa along with King. Kim, rather, Kim El- Elgi 
mm-hmm. and Ashok Patel from India for the seventh tomorrow. The great man, Saviv, Saviv Richard, will be yes. having his birthday <laughs> tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah, tomorrow, tomorrow. turns seventy years old. Seventy years old yes. tomorrow. Uh, Frank Penn from England, Willie Watson, Luke Wright, Jack Aiken, Reginald Wood, and George B. Neri Contractor from India and Umesh Kulrani from uh, Pakistan, Marina Iqbal, mm-hmm. Joyce Christ and Dorsey Brown from Australia, Abdullah Mazuri from Afghanistan and Mohammed Ishaq from United Arab Emirates. For the 8th of March, the big fight, the first what we call big super big money fight way back 1971. First fight with Muhammad Ali, Joe Fraser, March 8th. Yes, fight of the century as it was called. Why don't you just cut mm-hmm. it as short as possible because we have a, a, whole, a tight line up here. So, so that we can, you can go to the right, before we so, get so, you know. so, so, so let me let me give you the, the West Indian then. Uh, yes. Red mm-hmm. Emirate for the eighth of March. Um, for the ninth of March, Samuel Badri and Edwin Spent Hill from Trinidad and Tobago. For the nine, for the tenth, we have um, Lawrence Rowe completes his his three hundred and two versus England in Barbados, nineteen seventy-four. and six. And Barto Bartlett from Barbados. And um, we can't miss this one. It's, it's Women's Month this, this month, uh, March. And um, Harriet Tubman, the great underground leader for the liberation of, of slaves, died back in 1913 at about 90 years old because nobody was you know, quite sure due to her age what it was. And Cardinal Sister will be celebrating on the 11th of March. Yvonne will be celebrating mm-hmm. her birthday, 11th of March. And um, Marva's mom, Aunt Joyce, will be celebrating her birthday also on the 11th of March. Jeffrey Stolmeyer from Trinidad and Tobago and, uh, will be celebrating on that day as well. And finally, for the 12th of March, in Baptiste out of Antigua and mm-hmm. Pamela Levine from Barbados female and the unique thing about Eldon Baptiste he played 10 test matches and each yeah. of the 10 test matches West Indies won those 10 test matches so and he was fired have you. His, his contract was not <laughs> renewed as a selector thank you so much Audley right. you know right. apologize for breaking your yeah, no, no problem. I tell you, I tell you something. I just, I just woke. I came in and I went oh, to lie down. Oh, okay, good, yeah. <laughs> I just woke up. Yes, sorry, welcome, sorry about that. I apologize. Yes, indeed. How, how about that, Jatin? Good evening to you. I know you have something hot on your lips to tell us. Good evening to you and uh, Virgin is waiting for you. Jatin, you. Good evening, to everyone. Yes, good evening. Good evening. Something hot. You want to bring some news to us about uh, a special guest at seven thirty? I'm still waiting on it because he, okay, they have okay. a whole day, whole day uh, what do you call, uh, uh, festival going on in San Francisco area right now where mm-hmm. they are inviting 
lots of parents and kids to come to the park and enjoy a free event about learning cricket. So they are mm-hmm. kind of tired of so I'm still trying to reach out if we can. It will be on the show tonight. If not, then we'll switch it next weekend. Okay. Still, I'm waiting on the final word because if we can get out from that park and can and board by eight, then we love to have the chat with him. You know, mm-hmm. but I'll update as we progress. All right, indeed. Let's turn our attention to the Women's World Cup, and you know, this is something hot and um, Mr. Dennis is he. Uh, Song. He wants to talk, for us to talk about that the Westerns' big victory by three runs over. over. It's, it's not. It's not just the West Indies, uh, Leon. I'm excited about the entire World Cup championship for the women's team because they are playing some very, very good cricket. The New Zealand West Indies was the first match that kicked off the series, and I was fortunate to be able to see that match. And uh, it was exciting to the end. Uh, some, you know, comments there that uh, the West Indies um, in their uh, first innings were counting on, uh, you know, the likes of Dutton to do well, but uh, Deandra did not come through in the bat on this night. And Ailey Matthews picked up the mantle, and she was the one who steered the West Indies with a brilliant knock of 119, supported by Nation 36 and Taylor 30, those three partnerships, one, two partnerships, cemented uh, the things for West Indies, enabling them to create, uh, comprise, or achieve 259 runs. Of course, the New Zealanders, not to be outdone, they definitely looked as if they had this one in the bag because they were going very well and uh, ably supported by Divine and Martin, 44. Divine scored 108 great runs, Martin, 44, and Statusway, 31. But with ending of the overs coming close by, the New Zealanders panicking somewhat uh, a, a little bit, aided by the West Indian women who dropped five catches and misfielded quite a, a few times. Nevertheless, Deandra Dottin came on to bowl what was the very last over when the New Zealanders need approximately six runs from six balls. And Deandra bowled 0.5, five of the six balls, she had two wickets in that period of time, good catches, and I think a leg before wicket as well. But she had two wickets for two runs in five balls. And, of course, the final wicket was um, in part with her assistance because it was a run out at the bowler's end. And the West Indies managed to pull this off, pull what I would call a fat out of the fire by three runs. So that was a call for celebration because many people here in the Caribbean were somewhat um, apprehensive that the West Indians would not do very well, but we're hoping that they will, you know, come take up the fight. Now, Bangladesh Hardly, and yep. South Africa. Yeah, give, give, give way to Audley a little. Let me hear from Audley and then we can come back to you. Okay. Audley? Why don't you give us yes. a take? So first I have to start by apologizing to Mr. Simon. 
because um he when he named the West Indies as his favorite to win, we laughed. I included myself as the, you know, but you know, um, who will have this laugh? The last laugh will is the real person that does. Well, we're not at the end as yet, but you know, uh, to to see Western is a lot of, how, how I would, I, I would put that one, I would say, look, West Indies, not even a divine intervention would prevent the Western from winning. And when I say divine, I mean, the the the, the cricketer um, divine from not not God I'm talking about um, divine divine from New Zealand the the, the batter that made 108 right yeah. and um, mm-hmm. <laughs> yes mm-hmm. and I, I tell you because I, I I didn't I started to watch the match I watched the West Indies and I tell these days I, I start to watch the next thing I I wake up I I, I got the results because um last week um come right down. Um, it was a very, very busy week for me. Very, very busy. So it's like I, I just could not set up to watch anything. I started to watch it, and of course, it started watching me. But um, good, good, good <laughs> results. You know, when I woke up, I heard we won by we won by three runs. Yeah. So it's, it's very good thing. I hope, um, I hope our catching will get better because we won't always escape by giving dropping five catches. Yeah, um, that, that's that's a, a big no-no. So we have to do better in that department. But congratulations to Cricket West Indies girls. Let's hear from Jatin. Jatin, your take. <laughs> yes, this is definitely excellent game because you are playing in New Zealand, and we all know that anyone goes to New Zealand first. You have to get going with the weather and the turning swings. And then the top of that, you are playing against the New Zealand, the home team. So it's excellent beauty to have West Indies won this game. It was exciting all the way, I will say. And when they put 259, I think I was telling the Dennis, like, we need 275 minimum. Because that mm-hmm. was that score New Zealand easily won against the India in a previous three ODIs playing at home. But uh, it's uh, definitely beautiful to see that last over when she pulled out two wickets needed for just three runs. And that's the turning point of the whole game. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, uh, Virgil, anything from you about the match? Or you, you you didn't have time to watch the match? Virgil? Okay, I, I'm just going to say that... I, sorry, know, I, did not get to, I did not get to see the match, but um, to hear that West Indies win, I didn't even know... They started because I saw something came on the television tonight, and I was waiting to watch it. And then when I realized it was a replay, I didn't realize the match of them had already started. So I mean, congratulations to 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 them that win for the West Indies, and I just hope something can happen. At at least I a, a divine intervention, and probably something like that happen with them, and it's good to know. And maybe we'll keep on happening, and maybe that's what we want. So congratulations to the West Indies woman team. And like like most of you said, the match was exciting. I I for one, you know, I'm just happy to, to see one of the big guns for the West Indies come through with Haley Matthews. That remarkable century. She was outstanding. She batted like a children, and she deserved to be a player of the match. And coming back to take a couple of wickets too. And that over super over we call it. From Dutton, having not bowled for so, how many test matches she missed because of illness, she I was not. 
Yeah, lots of overs, and she came back on one and and you know, bowled at those yorkers, and she had them on yep. two set batsmen that she she sent back, and that was it. Yes. But again, the bad point about it is that these guys were they dropped too many catches, too many catches, and should have had a couple or at least one run out as well. So uh, let's hope that they do better next time. Though, despite the fact they won. You know, there were some blemishes, and of course, they have to correct all these. And then, what is good to see, West Indies use some eight bowlers, eight bowlers. That's un- unheard of. They just seldom go that far, six. But eight bowlers, that was good. And to the, all praise the captain to think about bringing Dutton at the end to bowl that over, you know. One would have thought that she'll go back for another bowler, but she used starting and she was right on the song. Okay, let's move on. Anybody else want to pick any matches uh, from the test from the World Cup, the Women's World Cup? I can cover the Indian one. Okay, well, go ahead. Go ahead, Jetting. Cover the Indian. So, going forward, I will say the most important thing, this women's tournament, first time ever, is... uh, becoming very interesting from day one. If you look at that yeah. West Indies outcome against the New Zealand by three runs, followed by we had a Australia won by just 12 runs. Going in Australia, they scored like 310 for three in 50 overs. But England replied 298 for eight in 50 overs. So it was just like 12 runs short of that total. But it's an exciting match. On the other side... Uh, the two South Asian uh, teams played, three actually. The South Africa-Bangladesh is kind of one-sided. It was a 207 by after South Africa. Bangladesh returned with 175. It was a little bit uh, good performance by Bangladesh by taking them uh, uh, all out for 207. A couple of good catches and fielding we can see. And then it was a very exciting game was there last night was the India-Pakistan. It always gets a tense. It brings a lot of pressure for the players. It doesn't matter what level you play. Everyone wants to win it. So in the rundown, I will say India did not do well as expected. They started well. They lost their first wicket. The one of the opener got out at no score, but then the second wicket partnership was there for almost 92 runs, where the both uh, scorers scored 52 and 40 respectively. But then there was a middle order collapse, including the captain, and then it was a late surge, which brings this whole thing back to some kind of respect. India was like one stage six for 114 in 33 overs, and at that time, most of the people thought India is done. Pakistan can win this game easily, but then you got these uh, huge partnerships going on between Snail Rana. He was not out at 53 of 48 balls, and the big all-rounder is, uh, I will say, heavy when you look at these Indian girls in the team. The Puja was cracker, put like 67 of 59 balls, including, and between them, they have like 12 fours, and that changed the whole momentum of the game because they took almost 100 and, uh, 
22 runs partnership between them for the seventh wicket. And that gives them the respected total 244. Pakistan also did well. they doing okay until 2 for 53 and 17 over. That's what the sketch fall. And all of a sudden, they see a collapse. Next 16 overs, they barely made it to 98 for 7. And because of that, they pecked out at 114, 137. So that's a one or seven run win for India. Looking at the table, even we say it's a good India leading the chart. After this uh, first round, I will say, we can't say first round, there's one more game left. Uh, but that's a one uh, India leading at top with the South Africa at two, Australia at three, West Indies at four, New Zealand at five, England at six, Bangladesh seven, and Pakistan is eight. The interesting game looks like it's going to do have more rain delay today. New Zealand and Bangladesh is playing their second game of the tournament. But it's so far, it looks like hour and a half delay right now. No toss yet means it's going to be little longer than we can expect. But looking at this particular tournament, I watch almost all four highlights. I will say if you are serious about cricket, and if you care about cricket, forget men and women. Just watch these young ladies. Some of them are putting excellent performance. You will not believe it. They are putting everything behind to showcase their skills. And I believe this is more interesting than what we watched last Men's World Cup. Mm-hmm. Audley, your take. Audley, went to... Yes, I'm, I'm here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think Jason, Jason, Jason did a good job in summarizing yes, the whole thing. You may have Very something good. that you may want to mention too. So. How about you, Dennis? Mm-hmm. Dennis, anything you want to add? Well, yeah, Leon, I think, you know, I wholeheartedly agree with, um, with Coach Jason about the quality and the entertainment value and even the skills that we see our ladies out there. When I say our ladies, I mean all those ladies, perform, you know, use and display in this uh, Women's World Cup Championship. It's wonderful to watch. And I, I swear that I had a great deal of enjoyment from watching this game, and more so than uh, I'm sure I have with some of the men. The men may have the power to hit the big sixes, but the women seem able to steer the ball and play stroke the way we were coached as youngsters to play a, co- a shot. You know, very little uppish in the air. It was all well-controlled shots, push, pulls, and drives. So this was really great. One of the teams that I I thought I'd keep my eye on in this particular championship was the South African team because I saw them when they played the West Indies uh, earlier in the year, and they looked very able and very accomplished. And so... I was uh, not surprised to see that uh, they performed up to uh, what I'd expected, you know, with scoring 207 and then making short work, although it was hard work for the Bangladeshi women. Now, the, the the England-Australia match shows that there's going to be two teams or three teams to watch 
and that will be the Australians, England, and no doubt the Indians, because we have batters there who are quite capable, and Australia, a show at 310, and England, 298, tell us with two century makers in both teams, shows that uh, if you miss this series, you'll be missing a lot of exciting cricket. So I would urge listeners and panelists, you know, get your beverage together, get the popcorn, (laughs) and get watching because you'll be very ably entertained by what is untapped by these ladies. That's back to you, Leon. Yes, indeed. How about you, Virgil? Can you give me 15 seconds? Yes, I've been talking about, I've been talking about the exploit of the ladies from the big bats because I, I watch a lot of the big bats. And I'm saying, look, guys, I've seen some quality cricket being played by the ladies. It's no less than the men. They are playing good, 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 yeah. good cricket. And yeah. I guess this yeah. does show the whole thing. Back to you. Yeah, mm-hmm. 1.3. Can I also three, say, I get in quick? Yeah, go ahead. Guys, the biggest thing, if the listeners are listening to this, so I will say, look for the young ladies, the way they are coming with the fully equipped with the technical part of the skill set. What it means, yes. I watched this uh, Pakistani opener, one of the medium pace ballers. She's uh, so young. But she's a well-disciplined. India has these opening batsmen. Both of them are very young, and they can perform under any situation. Look at the New Zealand. They have right-arm leg spinner, goodly baller, and she is amazing. She can bat, she can bowl. And looking at this thing, I will say the cricket is changing worldwide. And look mm-hmm. at these young ladies coming into the internal, uh, international arena and showcasing their skill, it's unbelievable. And uh, with this, I will say to me, if I have to pick, I will say India, uh, Australia and England will be finishing at the top two out of these eight teams. And I will take Bangladesh and Pakistan at the bottom after watching Mm -hmm. this one game because Mm -hmm. I don't see competition there. What it means, you got four spots left in between, between India, New Zealand, South Africa, and West Indies, and only two can go yeah. to the yeah. knockout stage. Now, the interesting part, I will say, West Indies fan has to be enjoy this moment. I believe West Indies has a better chance to go in a knockout compared to New Zealand because they beat the New Zealand in first game. And unfortunately, today, it looks like the game going to wash out against the Bangladesh, what it means, mm. the New Zealand will be about three points behind West Indies, even head to head. Yes, yes. And I was gonna, I was gonna focus my attention on that too because that was a big, big victory for the West Indies. You know, remember, New Zealand just beat up on India recently, and that great knock. Oddly, you told me about it. The, the knock against that they they beat Australia. And they mm-hmm. scored so heavily. Yes, so that victory for the Western, it was really significant. And I just hope that the A game can come. If, if Dutton can, can, can get a big innings or, or um, Stefani and some other guys, ladies, come, come Western, it can definitely go through the next round. Virgil, what say you? Yeah, um, I, I want them to reach a, um, further. And I hope, and 
for sure how the plane, I mean, as I said, they beat um, New Zealand, and then I just said Bangladesh beat um, New Zealand, so it's a better chance of winning this. So I just, we just got to hope all the, uh, all the way for them. But I want to tell you one thing. I was supposed to leave down here today, tomorrow, or the next day, but then I end up and I'm going to stay for the game. But my only problem is, I did not walk with my gears. And then you told me today is Vivi Richard's um Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Tomorrow, tomorrow is Vivi Richard's tomorrow. birthday. Yeah. Um, I, I I have to work up a way that I can have something inside here about that. I don't know what I'm going to do, but mm-hmm. you, you will see me in my helmet because I don't have it, but you never know what might happen. But you will see those two flags. So I'm going to work up something for that birthday, I think. Let me let me give the guys a joke about Virgil. Virgil made a miniature bat for Saviv. One year we are supposed to bring him here for a special occasion. He didn't show up, but he, Virgil put himself out. He made that was one of the nicest pieces of woodwork I've ever seen, Virgil. Thanks for that. I, I got to mention. Thank you. You remember that, okay? So the twelfth, he will be seventy years old, and I, you know, he gave me a nice gift. I never will ever forget that as well. It's so tomorrow, anybody, tomorrow, 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 he will be. Tomorrow, yeah, tomorrow, the 12th, I say, I say he gave me a gift as well, <laughs> as well. So um, I'm so grateful for him. He never forget where he came from. Anything else on the Women's World Cup? Uh, can, just can we, just can a reminder. Pick the just four? a reminder here. Reminder, Leon, that tomorrow I think the Australia will play Pakistan and the West Indies will play England on the uh, on the eighth. If the West Indies can pull out another big win over England, well, the women will have to distribute the, the, the women will have to distribute the workload this time, um, and of course it can happen. Uh, you find that Matthews, your board, the, the brunt of the, the uh, attack and in the first game, and um, yeah. Stephanie Taylor didn't it, bowl at all. Uh, uh, right, she didn't. She and didn't bowl, right. just barely bowled at the end, the last over. She, I think, I think Taylor made about thirty as well. Uh, yes, like she made Yes, so yeah. so just to distribute the workload next time, one made a fifty. Uh, you need a couple of them to make some fifties. Mm-hmm. If if one don't make a, a hundred or thereabout, and uh, mm-hmm. we'll be in, we'll be in it just like just like any one of the other teams. Yeah. Well, we are in it to win it. Uh, Oddly, just go that way. If we're in it to win it, so don't don't All right. don't count them out. Are we prepared to give give a I say as to who will make it. I didn't give Western the chance, but I feel that they have a, they have a, uh, they're the dark horses in this tournament. That, that's why that's why I started by apologizing to to Simon <laughs> because you know he he chose the Western as mm-hmm. uh, you know one of the teams to, to possibly win the thing and I and, I, and you know I said oh Simon you know but you know mm-hmm. what happened it's cricket. It's cricket yes. <laughs> Anything else before we go on to Pakistan versus Australia? That significant test match after 24 years, um, Australia has decided to visit Pakistan, and the first test match is on the way. Pakistan score 476 for four declared. Australia are presently 271 for two, with Kawaja Kawaja scoring 96. 
You know, he was born in... in, in, uh, in uh, 97. 97. Pakistan, 97. Yeah. He, was, mm-hmm. he was born in Pakistan and he went home. He nearly yeah. gave him a century on the opposite side. Okay, anyone who wants to go first? Yeah, I, I'll go first. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm so happy for that man, Kawata. I have, I have to repeat. I mean, when, when he wasn't given a contract a couple of years ago, and I'm saying, you know why? You know, uh, he wasn't setting the, the world ablaze, uh, so to speak. But then um, with so much competition, you know, um, but, but he, he was out. He was left out of it. He was given a, even a contract, so he wasn't in a consideration. But, you know, he, he went back to, uh, to the Sheffield Shield, and he was a captain for his team, and then the guys started to make runs and runs and runs. And they simply could not ignore him. And the thing that when he came back, he scored that century in both innings. And the other innings he didn't make much because he opened, but he, he failed. But then, you know, he, he was kept on the side because of his previous performance and his experience. And now he, he, he opened the innings. He himself and Warner put on a big partnership. And it it was so close. I mean, that he got out for 97. It, it, it's so hard. But you you know what? He made a very good score. I, I hope that will say to the Aussies, look, don't count don't count him out because they continue to perform, perform like that. They simply cannot leave him out. And the fact that they went they went to um to to Pakistan, it, it's such it's such a delight because you know over the years I've been playing that you know and and even then. You know, we heard of some bombing and bombing up a mask, killing how much people and things like that. You know, you, you know that that's one of the things that caused uh, the cricketers to stay away. I hope that foolishness will, will stop. Uh, you know, will discontinue. And um, the, the and and I think I think the, the declaration was premature. Believe me, I, I, I would, uh, yes, I would not have I would not have declared because they're not playing Bangladesh. Right? They're not playing Afghanistan and is the Aussies. And and, and the guys were, were batting real, real well. And I can understand maybe you want to push things along, but I would not have I would not have declared that that's cool because um England, Australia rather definitely is in it with that massive score by the by the, the openers and they look like they are, they are easy at home, you know. They might even turn out, uh, barring rain, they might even turn out losing the match because Australia can do that, you know. That's my idea. I don't think he should have declared. Back to you. Then, Jaten, your take? Yes, that the great match is going on, and especially Usman Soja made an impressive uh, uh, beginning, especially in the uh, home country where he born. He got out at 203, means he was at the crease for the Australia 203. So it's like this game is uh, definitely is interesting, but in my opinion, this will be heading towards a draw because it looks yeah. like it got too many runs on the pitch and is he going on in a batting. The only person who may make a change in this particular inning is, I will say, Pakistani spinners if they can turn around this game. But the chances are very slim because so far all three days, what we are watching is the ball is coming comfortably to the bat. So that is stands to the draw because uh, Australia is a very close to avoid the follow-on. And after that, we do not expect that the Australia will declare the inning. They will go through bat all the way they can 
and that will lead to the definitely towards a draw. Mm-hmm. Virgil, have you seen the match or heard anything of the match? No, um, I, I was watching both of them, and I'm sorry that Ivor is that on, but I know he's listening because what what India did against Sri Lanka, that is my type of captaincy, put them back into bat again. Which I know Ivor don't like that, but I know, I'm glad that that happened. To see, like, as sometimes they can get 20 wicket in 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 in, in, in certain sessions, but you see, India did it. India did it against Bang- um, Sri Lanka, and what happened? They win the game. The back ones, put the back in twice. Mm-hmm. You know, but the one with Australia and um, that was Australia, who know, Australia and South Pakistan, Africa. Pakistan. Pakistan. Yeah, that 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 is my game. That is, um, you know, I'm going all the way with Pakistan, but I think that game probably might end up in a draw because I wake up early this morning. And I was watching both of them, so, but I believe that one is going to wake up. I mean. It's gonna end that draw, yeah. But, but what has become? Draw. What has become of? What has become of um, the Aborigine? Bolan or Bolan? His name is Bol- Scott Bolan. Yeah, they, they 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 left him out and bring back in his road, I guess. So I guess they felt that they had to use the the important thing that um, the um, Australian uh, came with the strongest team, and they didn't come with a team. Uh, they came with the strongest team because they wanted to win. But to see them, to see the uh, Pakistani had an opening partnership in excess of 300 runs, that was a, <laughs> was a uh, Pakistani saying, well, not in my house, as it were. But it was you, a you, know, you know, Leon, you know, Leon, when, 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 when Sir Andy Roberts made his debut, um, he... he, he um, he actually came in as a Keith boy, and and um, the, the, I think the next match he he didn't play because Keith boy was was then the, the season bowler the, the the guy, and then then he came back afterward and reestablished himself. So in spite of the the terrific debut by Scott Boland, uh, everybody know that you know he came in for just Hazelwood because um, he, he he was not fit or some injuries or something like that. And um, it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate for for Boland, uh, but he is not too 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 young. But I think he I think he get back in the side. But if a fit um, Hazelwood is, is always gonna play over Boland because he's an established bowler, experienced bowler. Dennis, your take. Dennis. Well, I I think I would agree with uh, Jason that. Uh, the most likely outcome of the Australia-Pakistan match is, is a draw. However, there's one, one possibility that Australia, there are two days remaining. Australia could possibly bat out the fourth day and maybe take a lead of, what, 200, 300, and try to bowl in, uh, Pakistan out on the final day, which, you know, probably seems an impossible task, but we know this is cricket. So it is quite possible that Pakistan could end up on the wrong end of this match because we've got Warner not out and Labouchin not out and they look pretty set. So I think that uh, this could be an exciting match not to miss. Warner? Not Warner. I don't Warner. Smith, he meant meant Smith. He meant Smith. Oh, Smith, yeah. Steve Smith. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, wanna, wanna win. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, so all in all, it's, I'm glad to see that the cricket has returned, at least. The big teams are visiting, visiting Pakistan, and although there was a bomb scare in, close by, but um, it, it, it was miles away. But I heard there were some 4,000 guards around trying to secure the the facilities and the cricket so that the cricket could go on safe. But uh, I hope that there's an end to that some somewhere along the line that these people can go and enjoy themselves play cricket. I'm glad to see Pakistan is back playing cricket back at home. And like everybody said, like most everybody said, it's going to be a draw. I'm glad to see cricket is uh, back Leon. in Pakistan. Leon, I think these crazies must realize, these crazy people must realize that they are the ones that prevent the cricket, international cricket from being played in Pakistan. And now that it started, they should should be able to put aside the differences with one another and allow the cricket to continue, international cricket to continue mm-hmm. to play in Pakistan. Yeah. Okay, so folks, we, we did... We, we did mention earlier the Westerners versus our, our tour. England are touring the Westerners. Anyone has this? Jason, you are here. Can you give us your take on the Westerners, the in, England team in the Caribbean? Not much. I have not followed that big because of this World Cup. In the mm-hmm. first start of the, the India-Sri Lanka too. There's another series going on in India. I haven't uh, kept up anything on this uh, West Indies side, but it uh, mm-hmm. looks like uh, it will be competitive cricket too. It doesn't matter how they put together West Indies side because you uh, have potential when they play at home. And uh, looks like England side is not at full strength, and plus they are coming from that downfall in Australia. So it's like uh, how quickly they bounce back in terms of the performance. They have some changes, I believe, in the administration and coaching both. So we have to see what they put together and they're bringing on the paper, at least for this series, to get back in the momentum they had before the Australia series. And at the same time, West Indies, some of the players have a good opportunity to take this particular series to concrete their positions, I will say. There are a lot of potential players out there, but we are not able to see them performing on consistent basis. So this will be the series. They need to step up. And it's uh, not much a pressure uh, series, I will say. It uh, looks like a normal series, and you have plenty of time to get back into the team world, and let's fight for it. But uh, let's hope West Indies can turn around good and they'll do the good thing before uh, 26 March is another crazy thing that IPL starts and looks like some of the players will be going towards the IPL. Yes, that's, yes, indeed. I know before you came, Dennis had to say on that, so we just wanted to... to uh, did, did you not have your say too early on the question? No, no, no. no my my question my question mm-hmm. is is it the end of the Broderson combination um, that is broad and broad and because I don't think yeah, so yeah, I don't think so they they're reserving them for for this summer in England right? broad and and, and Anderson <laughs> going to play in England 
they just didn't want to burn them out in the because, uh, I, I, I hope like so, it. because um, mm-hmm. with, with those guys, they, 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 the combination, especially the, the King of Swing, Broad, I mean, uh, Anderson in England. I know he's not young again, about 37, but we have to remember that Courtney Walsh took more wickets in his, in his mid to late 30s more than more than before. I mean, he, he was on fire towards the end of his career. You know, so um, we know one day it could have to end, but it would be too sad to see um, just like that. There's no Broad, no Anderson, and um, they have done such a human work for England over the years. I know it would have to come to an end one day, but let's hope they, um, they have at least one, a couple more hurrah going. I think they lose they lose one of the pacers in England. One of the pacemen from England, he's going back home. The youngster that was involved with that, he was suspended. Yes, yes. Robinson, yeah, he's yes, not he's injured. Going back home. Yes, he's injured, yes, he's going yes. back. So you never know. You never know. Broad and Anderson might be recalled. Or one of them might might be, be, be recalled. Yeah, their so, their experience will be missed in, in in the West Indies because you know they're they're such veterans, you know, know what to do. Well, India made a mince meat of um, <laughs> Sri Lanka. India five hundred seventy four for eight, Sri Lanka one seventy four for under one seventy eight. Of course, the one seventy four sounds like what did they just score? Go ahead. Go ahead. Give Jatin a chance to elaborate on this because I'm sure this must be bringing joy to him to see how India demolished Sri Lanka so badly. T- tell us about it. Well, uh, Sri Lanka is in a rebuilding process for the last couple of years. They don't have many international capable stars left except that uh, Matthews and two more guys which I count who can put some resistance but other than that they are in a truly rebuilding process and they do have good spinners but when you play against this India in India the things does get changed and especially if you are taking a lot of inexperienced players or the new players, then it becomes more difficult. And that is what happened. India won the toss and they decided to bat for it. And you can see it was a 96 from the Rishabh Pant keeper who got out sort of four on century. Then he got a huge inning, came out from Jadeja, 175, also supported well by that uh, I believe uh, Aswin made 61. There was a Hanuma Vihari who replaced the Pujara, put together a 58, good stand there, and then Kohli pitched in 45. So it's overall, it was a very good total on this particular pitch. But then Sri Lanka was not able to do anything besides that one down batsman, Nisanka, is the only one who put together 61 not out. But the rest of the batsmen not able to stay on the crease and that's the reason they were follow on and all together if you look at it i believe jadeja took uh, five and four nine wickets already there and uh, mm-hmm. same with the ravichandra screen so it's a more of a, a spinner's thing and uh, no doubt ravindra jadeja is a kind of uh, 
highly caliber or potential player in this kind of wicket and uh, i'm not surprised with his 125 honestly because in his young days this is the all-rounder who has couple of triple centuries in first class on his record that means mm-hmm. he's capable to bat for longer innings but then when he comes to the indian side national side he's a considered as a more of a bowling all-rounder not the batting all-rounder so you don't expect the ravindra jadeja to bat above 6 or 7 and that is the reason he cannot put beginning but this particular spin i will say he got a good stand from the swim to make that huge partnership and that was the beautiful he carry on scoring and it's like as the leon says he made one more run than the sri lanka's first inning and that was the whole thing this game was done in just 3 uh, days and uh, i'm not expecting any competitive cricket or any some fight back from the sri lanka because i don't see that many talent there's only three or four guys who can put together some good inning which is their uh, captain uh, karuna ratne i can expect some good fight from angelo matthews we can expect some uh, little bit from the wicket keeper dikwela but other than that i don't see these other batsmen can stay on this crease where these wickets are crazy in india and that is what happened against the new zealand as well as england in previous series so it's it's exciting to see but now we have to watch and see how this uh, sri lanka comes back in next game mm-hmm. Let, let's say hello to mr mckenzie he's thank you very much sir. good evening everyone uh, it's nice to be with you uh and we will continue with the show all right okay virgil your take on the on the uh india versus sri lanka test match you you, you heard about uh, it anything you want to bring to our attention that that stand stood out for you no oh yes let's move on hardly then hardly your your take on that big big victory yes uh, yes that was some big exhibition of batting and bowling all day everything by by india and as expected in india is going to be very hard for you to beat india in india and they they, they show uh, they show the big batting and, and bowling and virgil uh, mentioned about uh, ivor when it comes to declaration but when when they are declaration i mean follow on I mean if if a side is bowled out for under 200 in 65 overs I would have no reservation in 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 doing the follow on because um the fast bowlers uh, um Shami bowled only 12 overs Bumrah only 14 and then the bulk of the bowlers done by the spinners um Ashwin bowled 20 and and Jadeja 13 so I don't think they, they the bowlers would have been would have been too tired you know to um do you know when the captain does that, that follow on so i i i'm 100% with, with the follow on and of course um the sri lankan did just a little bit better in the follow on by making eight, four more runs 178 and um it, it shows that even given given follow on the, the the bowlers can can do the job it depends on 
you know, how hard they toiled in the first innings, which they did. And and it was a very good win for India, a very, very good win. And, of course, Mr. Mr. Um, Jadeja um, beat the previous record that was held by Kapil Dev, uh, by a, a batsman batting at number seven. Um, he but the one he 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 made the one seventy five. I think it was one sixty five or one sixty something by Capital Dev. So he now owns that record by himself. So overall, good match, a good win by India as expected. And uh, now um, the Sri Lankans will have a lot and, and a lot to do if they are going to come anywhere close of evening this series. But it's cricket it can happen. That's it. Finish. Your take? Well, um, Leon, what was noticeable about the match? Well, I shouldn't say what was noticeable. What was noticeable was clearly that India displayed superior quality out there with, what, at least five players coming to the crease and producing something I hope that West Indies uh, batters have been following because we need something like that from them there. But going on, I noticed that in one innings, the Sri Lankans had five players, batters out late before wickets. And that's not to say, but I'm just wondering if they use the um, DRS systems in these uh, test matches. Coach Jason, can you confirm this for me? Yes. I, I saw them, yes. What is that yes. again? The DRS. I, I was saying... I was wondering well, if uh, I was wondering if the DRS system is in use for the test match in India and Sri Lanka because I noticed there were five uh, leg before wicket decision in one innings against the Sri Lankans. DRS is in place and both teams using it. Okay, that, that's mm-hmm. just a little curiosity yeah. there. Nothing. You know, not attempting to but cast they're not changing. But... They're not changing this year, but late this year, I believe, after uh, October, when the India resumed the season, that is the point. It's uh, we have to keep the finger crossed if the India keep continue with the DRS system. Why is that? Well, they're opposing from the beginning. If you recall way back yes. in, I believe, mm-hmm. 2007 World Cup, the enough criticism is there. Dhoni was opposed, the first one, against this uh, lot of LBW decisions way back in 2007 during that World Cup. And uh, since then, looks like India is always uh, against this technology. Technology is okay, but then you have to rely on who is putting input or feeding in this system? If you go back with those couple of decisions in South Africa, there was a lengthy discussion, three way, I will say. The commentators talked their way, what they see on the TV. The people who made the decisions, like empiring and those, they talked their way. There were players talking their way, and behind the screen, the real stuff came out. It is not something happening automatically. The information has been recorded, feeded into the system by the analyst, which is the IT folks. And then the IT folks are giving you some graphical presentation in terms of that 
ball height whether it's missing stump or not in that situation right so it's not something happening because you have the gps chip inside the ball and you got the right angle right movement and the right direction and right height it's not happening there means somebody who is manually working behind the screen quickly trying to draw or portray this picture for you and the fourth empire how to make decision on based on that so that is the whole thing what these uh, indian people are trying to say that is not right whether we rely on completely on the technology or stay on the human side person draw a different line and ball can become not hitting stump then the whole decision goes the other way Yeah, I can remember okay. India has been always there. They are very reluctant in using DRS, and and some in some test matches it was being used, but when it comes to India, it was not being used. And we have always always been saying it is it is unfair. You cannot have um, one or two sides choose not to play the DRS while in others it, it is it is being used. So uh, now that it's been it has been used by everybody. Uh, I, I don't see how the ICC would um, allow, you know, any country to you know, withdraw from using the DRS. Yes, and, but um, isn't, this a, isn't this now the counter staple of the ICC who will um, tell all the teams they have to use it? Isn't this something that they have to do? Well, that's what I'm saying. I don't see how they're going to, you know, uh, back out from that at this moment, but you, you, you never know. And one one other thing, will I, I left out when I did my uh, my analysis of the the Indian team is that um, Shami was not meant. I, I I intended to mention Shami because he stayed. He made twenty, but he stayed there and enabled Jadeja to Jadeja to go ballistic in the last part, and they actually shared a hundred partnership with the, three different mm-hmm. hundred partnership Jadeja shared. So yeah. Shami is very important twenty down there. Matthew. I'm glad you mentioned that. I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that, uh, oddly, because I have advocating all for a long, long time. Gone are the days that you have rabbits on any team now, especially a test side. You see how much the Deja and um, Ashwin, Ashwin are batting as if they were batting. Yeah, they are batting very good. They are batting, and so I want to see all teams in test cricket don't. Neglect your batting. You are supposed to bat at, at some time, but you don't have to be, be asked to bowl. You have to be batting and you have to be feeling. So in order for a side to be great, you know you have to put a lot of work in your batting as well as your fielding, and more often that you win. So let's hear from who else haven't heard from. We're hoping to hear from Simon. He's just having a cup of tea. They say, Mr. McKenzie, you're in and out. Give us your thoughts. We're talking about Australia, not Australia, but India versus Sri Lanka. And they were well, uh, uh, listen to me. I don't think it's going to be a cakewalk for India. They are, they are close by countries, they're almost neighboring countries. But, but do I, 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 I don't think. You're, yeah, you're, late, you're late, you're late, you're late. The, yeah. cake already yeah. eaten, the cake already eaten. 
Yeah. <laughs> yes. but, That's but a rich one. Kenzie, we're talking about the Sri Lanka versus I'm India. I'm out. I'm out. Yeah. No, go ahead then. And that being, if you're on that being, go ahead. Sorry about, sorry about that. Sri Lanka Sri Lanka's not going to do their cakewalk for India. They are going to put up a fight. They have some good, they have a few, at least three or four good batsmen there. And as soon as they settle down to the situation in India, they are going to put, they are going to be worth competing against. Not good enough. So don't expect India to just go enough. in and just put them over like that. They're not going to be a role. But do you know that they were dismissed, they got an innings defeat, I mean, a 200 runs defeat today? In the in the in the first test match, they were defeated twice by two hundred. They were they were bowled out for under two hundred in both innings, and defeat were defeated by India in the two match series. So India can't lose the series. No. Oh, no, no. no. <laughs> that's why I burned. You're saying the cake was already eaten, but you weren't listening. You're not listening. <laughs> Well, talk to us about. <laughs> you obviously didn't see the match, right? Or did you review it? But because India is has won that Test match by two hundred and six runs, I think it is. But bad defeat. India made five seventy four for eight. Sri Lanka one seventy four and one seventy eight. By by the most. Nearly two twenty-five, two twenty-two. So, based on that, can you you want to revisit your 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 take on the on the match, or you're satisfied with your comments, Mr. McKenzie? No, oh. I'm not satisfied with Sri Lanka performance there. I think they fell down badly in their in their reply to India's total. Mm-hmm. But I I I don't I wouldn't write them off. I think they're going to come back and. In 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 in, in the other two test matches or whatever. No, one more test match in the series, but one more. come back? Can come back. They can come back with who? Who who the players you feel can, can come can uh, surprise us? The ball the bowling should be better. The bowlers should be better, and the and, and the batsmen should really put up some resistance. The only thing I see here that they're going to be. Can somebody tell me when last of India last the test match in India? Yet in you we know when last uh, have they? I think well, India, India, yeah. England, England, England beat them. England beat them. England beat them. That's right. England and then yeah. lose the series. And then, then and then they came back and slaughtered India. Yeah, yeah. Yes, England. Yes. England, England, yes. But they 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 that won everything the against West. Yeah, there is a way to beat India. The biggest thing is you have to win the toss and put the big score in the first place in first inning. That's the key. Okay. And then if you can put the pressure on India with the huge lead when they come for the fourth, uh, fourth inning, means the last one to play on fourth and fifth day, all it takes is a one good baller. But unfortunately, that is not happening more often because India is always find a way to tackle with the ballers. 
But by the way, I have a good news for the West Indies at the moment. Looks like this game is two and a half hour left, I will say, in uh, New Zealand before they call off at 4.08 as an abandon. What means if they call the abandon, that should be one point each. That means West Indies will be three points ahead of New Zealand with the remaining wow. five games left. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. time is running short. It's already two and a half hours, but the next inspection will not be done within next half hour. means you're going to have barely two hours left if they proceed because as per the match rules, you need to have minimum overs need to be played in order to mm-hmm. consider as a match. And if the mm-hmm. both teams are not able to go for those minimum overs, it will be called off as abandoned. Another bad part, as per the rules and policies, this match can continue uh, as a day-night. But unfortunately, this particular ground do not have the light. Right. When it came down to save Australia, when it came down to save West Indies, it's a song by that name. <laughs> so, so when is the win, right? At the moment, two hours and 14 minutes <laughs> left. Well, yes, well, <laughs> we, well, a win is a win, regardless how it is. But let's let's welcome somebody that we haven't heard from for a long, long time, and he has a big question for us. Call his name, Audley. You know that gentleman. Call his it's name. It's Mr. S- Mr. Simon. Mr. Simon, Simon O'Brien. Simon. And a very good evening to you. And I'm happy to hear my name called, and I'm going to wish everyone a wonderful evening, starting from our president, Mr. Leon. Good evening to you. Good Dennis, evening, also, sir. Cardinal. Good, good evening, evening to you. Good evening to you. Mr. Patel, good evening to you. Jetna. Ivor Henry, good evening to you. Mr. McKenzie, good evening to you. I really all, appreciate that. Thank you. And all our faithful listeners all over the world, I'm saying good evening to everyone. It's a pleasure for me to be on the show once more. I just finished up my supper, so I said, let me get on the show. <laughs> you could have shared it with us, you know? With a full stomach. So, to work very hard tonight on the show. I hope everyone had a wonderful week last week, and I'm looking forward to a much better week this week. I hope everyone is safe and their family as well. I don't want anyone to get sick. Leanne, can you give me that 10 seconds? Yeah. Can you give me 10 seconds? Mr. Sammy. I'm with you. I hope you have a a tough question for us. Okay. Whenever we are, no, Audley was saying something to me. Yeah, 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 yes, yes. I apologize to you on air because when you mentioned West Indies women as you know winning the thing, and we laugh, and 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 I make a big laugh and say, well, what um, West Indies won beating the the Kiwis. So I say, let me apologize to Mr. Simon O'Brien. Okay, right, so uh, thank you. There, there's just some time to come, but hopefully we we will will join with you and and celebrate our West Indies win. Yes, Mr. Simon. Well, thank you so much, and I'm That's so it. happy that you are very honest enough to say that, and I'm always happy to see a win. As you say, a win is a win. Mm-hmm. Dennis, you have anything to say to Simon? You're quiet. <laughs> That's a very leading question. <laughs> oh, oh, si- Simon, 
I can tell you that the West Indies won their match, a very exciting match. The West Indies ladies yes. won their very exciting match against New Zealand by three runs in the runs, yeah. yes. Okay, that's very clear. good. And uh, I yes. thought they said that cricket was boring. I thought, <laughs> I thought everybody said, oh, that's a boring game. <laughs> I, I was talking to my granddaughter. I said, uh, uh, we are going on the show and um, we are going to be talking about cricket. He said, Puppy, that's the only game you know. <laughs> In America, they have so many different games that I don't follow. So she said to me, the only game you know is cricket. <laughs> okay, gentlemen, are we ready for a question? Yes, a hard word question, please. Okay, I didn't, I didn't hear uh, Ivor's voice. Is Ivor with us? Mm-hmm. Not on, on board, but um, I don't know if he's listening. But he's, he, he, might, might he might be listening, listening but he's not, might be on, listening, not on board. Not on, yeah. I he, might, he might be on Ivan. I get you, I get you. I know these young men, they're still working. No, they're not all like me retired. No. No, okay, question for today. Mm-hmm. Um, could you tell me, please, which, when, first part of the question, when was the first ODI played under lights and against which two teams? I'm going to repeat it to you, gentlemen and ladies. I always forget the ladies. Which was the first ODI played under lights and against which country were they playing? And I'm going to give you um, the you, – you, you must give me first the year – that it was played under lights at the first time, daylight. And you must give me the two countries that they played under lights. First, under lights. There are the looking for the first ODI, the international game, or yes. the first night game? Night, night, under light, yes, night. That, that was West Indies. West Indies no. and uh, and England. Okay, uh, thank you it so was much. West, it was West Indies and England. I, I don't remember the year. It's in the 70s. Okay, thank you so much. Thank you, thank you. I know you know your cricket. Uh, let's go to Mr. Patel. He always has the answers. Well, I can give you both. Actually, first game was played, if you look at the first class side, it was the West Indies and Zimbabwe in England. But if you go by the international, then the first game was played in uh, Australia, actually. That's what and I believe. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that was under lights, under lights, he said, under lights. Underlight. Yes, that was the nineteen seventy eight. Sydney ground was the first ever cricket ground in the world with the lights. Let me tell okay. you the way. And Sydney um, was the first ever it was nineteen seventy eight. Okay. And it was a West Indies versus Australia under the Kerry Packer. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Australia and which West other Indies, country? So West Indies involved in a both. First ODI ever in a night. Okay. And the first mm. international ODI. Okay. Thank mm. you so much. And I'm going to go down the panel. Mr. President. I would say 19... I didn't know the exact date, but I know, know it was the Kerry Parker series. So okay. I was going to say 1977, 76. 
I might be wrong. I know it was that, but I, I didn't know the exact. Okay. All right. Uh, Dennis, I didn't hear yeah, from I you. Think, I think um, Jason has the series correct. Leon has the uh, Kerry Packer thing correct, but the year was 1977. Okay. Uh, thank you. Yeah. And uh, what about our good friend there um, from Antigua? Yeah, from Antigua. <laughs> the man who has all the mangoes. Yes. International game or just light game? I just light game. Okay, they light name. Yes, let's see it. First no, game, yes. international game played on the light. ODI. That's much. ODI. That's much I won Yes, yes, ODI, yes. Why? Um, you want to go to Google? No. <laughs> no, I want you to tell me. I want you to be honest. To be honest. I'm still thinking. No, uh, 19... The first one? 19... Okay, I'm going to 1975. Okay, thank you, thank you. How about the ladies? Ladies, have any guesses? I would say 1978. Okay. And it's between... <laughs> Australia and New Zealand. Okay, All thank right. you so much, Mr. <laughs> McKenzie. Uh, do we have the ladies with us tonight? What no, about um, Jet now? No, not yet. Not yet with us. Okay, Mr. President, should I reveal my answer? Oh, certainly. They're okay, uh, my book here says yes. from the um, ICC of London, my son sent me that book. And the question for the night is, the first ODI played under lights was in the November of 1979, oh, and the two wow. countries were Australia and West Indies. Oh, man. Didn't I get it right? Oh, close enough. I, I did say Australia. Yes, Australia and West Indies. 50%. <laughs> ODI, and it was played under light November of 1979. So Mr. Patel was close. He said 78. So it was November of 79. It's a typo probably because I still remember that was my high school graduation year. I cannot oh. forget it. Okay, okay. Okay, I would so have you said you I could be right. The book could be wrong. Yeah. Number twenty seven, nineteen seventy eight. I'm still good at it, I can tell you. I'm oh. find out. Because my, my book said seventy nine November. But I'll I'll go along, I'll go along. I'll go along with you, because you always know the answers. Okay, Mr. President, who's going to give question. me the... I'm going to ask Adi to give you a question, because he has something. Adi, don't to. give me an easy question now. <laughs> like how many bills on the stumps? <laughs> a hard question. All right, all right. I'm going to give you a very easy one. I was going to give it from my inside edge, but I'm going to turn it around. Okay. How many ladies... How many ladies in cricket have scored a century in each of the three official formats, T20s, um, the ODIs, and Test cricket? How many ladies? Um, okay. Well, right so, off the top of yeah, my head, I'm going to give you a good guess now, and my good guess would be three. It wouldn't be more than that. I agree with that. It wouldn't be higher uh, than three. No, no not, not, not a guess. Not a guess. Okay. I would say... One. 
Uh, you're right this time. So oh, I thought it could be higher than three. One day the heather night. I must be honest. Heather night from England. Heather night from England, the only, the only no. female to score as a century in all three formats, uh, T20, ODI, and Test cricket. Yes. That's it. Mm. I was saying to Mr. Mr. President and to you, Audley, I don't know the game as well as you do, but I said anybody who does that, it can't be too many people. <laughs> so it could be higher than three. <laughs> so you asked for an easy one. I gave you an easy one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it could be higher than three. As much All as right. I know about cricket, and my granddaughter said, that's the only game you know, puppy. I have a point here for um, Simon, because I came across an item which said that the first cricket match played under light was August 1952, and it was a first-class match. No, but this one in, is in, the ODI. In, I said ODI. You said ODI, okay. okay. Said ODI. Oh, well, that's just an, an addition. That, that's to why I clarified the, it by saying ODI. Okay, here is the to the, there was I, I know I can't fool you then. I can't fool you with the yeah. cricket. There was another <laughs> one played in England between um, the West Indies and, 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 and a, a county side. Yeah. And um, and I figured, you know, uh, that influence how much thousand people turned up to, to, to watch the match. Yeah. Um, but but that 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 was that was a West Indies and, and, and a county match. I get that. I, I think that I think that it made West Indies. Yes, yeah, because I got it in the book from the ICC. My son sent me from London, so I said okay. to give that question tonight. I had it for last week, but since we didn't have a chance to get to the questions, so we go on. Okay. No, let me give I you another question, truth. Simon. You have I got time. the truth for this story here. I got the truth. Good. Good. The Gary Packer series was lasted from 1977 to 79. Remember, 77 mm. to 79. 79. They mm. only okay. played the two seasons, 77, 78, yeah. 78, mm. 79. Okay. Now I'm 100% confirmed. It was in November 27, 1978. Sydney Ground was the first lighted up ever for any okay. international game. Between okay. Australia and West Indies, coming to yeah. 79. Okay. By well, the I November, have my book says 79. Yeah. I'm yeah, not going to argue. Uh, I'll go along. I'll go along with you. Now, here's the thing, Simon. Here's the thing. 1979 is the World Cup was played, and Kerry Packer's case between the ACB, means the Australian Cricket Broadcasting, mm-hmm. and the yeah. Cricket Australia was settled before the 1970 World Cup. This is 79 World Cup was the summer. So okay. there is no way 79 November can be there, you know? Mm-hmm. I get you. Got you. I got but you. I got this real book from the court uh, settlement was done in uh, summer of 1979. So Kerry Packer was gone. And before that, the, this game was played. So 78 is 100%. Okay, I got you. I, I stand corrected. I stand corrected. Okay. Because in Australia, yeah, you know, in Australia, November is their summer. So I, um, you know, it could have, could be a misprint in the book as well. Could be a misprint. No, I'm not going to argue. I know well, you, you might know be dealing with the glasses, Simon. I didn't even get glasses. Sometimes hey, it's seventy-nine. It's seventy-nine. They said. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Just one question: Were the Care Packer series considered as international? No. Only in Australia. 
Only in Australia. Well, 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 well that, that, that's the other thing. That's the other thing because they say one day international and, and they care for a series. Even though te- the matches that were played as test matches were not considered as internationals. But didn't, didn't Australia... So, no, 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 no. no. Here, here's, the guy, here's the guy. Here's the story. Here's the story. Mm-hmm. When 19... So I was young. I was at the college level playing cricket and we were too much excited about this carry picker. What happened is here... It was a whole issue started with the carry packer. He's a basically Channel 9 guy, okay? Yes. He wanted mm-hmm. to have the TV rights, and he ended up with the issue with the cricket board, just like West Indies had yeah, in the, the digital yeah. in early 2000 in or something, right? So what the carry packer decided, whether then I give the money to cricket board and they dictate me, well, I got money, I'll give it to the players. And why do not I run my own show? Mm-hmm. And then he recruited lots of Australian players and West Indies players first. And then he reached out to other countries. And by the time, before the second World Cup, by 79, I will say there was a nightmare in a world cricket. What happens if the carry packer continues his series and the countries do not want to take their players back? By the, look, by the time you look at the other side, in 77, as soon as Kerry Packer started, all these countries who lost their mainstream players, they put the secondary side. Like, for example, yeah, West Indies. I remember. When they came to the India, the Alvin Kalicharan was the captain. Kalicharan and was the that captain, was the yeah. first series was the Malcolm Marshall, right? Yes. Indeed. Pakistan indeed. played with the five legends. They don't have the Imran Khan, Sarfraz, Nawaz, Madhiz Khan, Jahir Abbas, Asif Iqbal, all were banned because they were playing Kerry Packer. Right? Yeah. So by the 79, they settled the case. And in the ICC lobby, they consider whatever the carry packer has played will be labeled as international ODI. Mm-hmm. But so it, uh, was it, was later, it, it was later changed. Uh, I don't know if, yes. if they, they returned to them because later it was changed and said they, they, they wouldn't be considered uh, as. as um, because even some of our records of the, the cricketers, and they say, oh, excluding such and such, you know, the Care Packer series, right, you know. Right. So I don't know if they resorted that afterwards again, you know, some back and no, forth. No, here's another part. Here's another part. When Kerry Packer launched that World Series, he did approach ICC, bypassing the Cricket Australia, to have the sanctioning. This is the world's largest event, like a World Cup style, in mm-hmm. color, clothing, and it will be under the lights. That's all. But the ICC did not approve because of the issue was going on. So when they settled down in 1979, just before the second World Cup, it was all done in favor of the game, bringing all players back to the national duty. That is the reason the entire West mm-hmm. Indies team played in the second World Cup. Otherwise, this will not have... Fly Lloyd, Will Richard, you name it. Plenty of players yes, who went yes, to carry yes. Packer should not be playing the second World Cup if the ban was ongoing. But because of that, the settlement was keeping everyone happy and make sure the game is not suffering and players are not penalized. And because of that, they reversed that status instead of World Series. They still call World Series, but every game played under World Series is count as international ODI. No, but, but yeah, because uh, as I said, the no, ICC but, and the World Series came together, and then that's why they they, they, they right. came together with understanding, and then 
everything was go, goes from there. So year, year not later, only year, that, year, they were still not, having discussion about it being considered international or not. But, <laughs> but, but it did say on the final and the first floodlight, one day international was played. So that's what, uh, that's between the ICC and the World Series. So. But what okay. you're saying that the Kerry Parker runs were scored added to Sir Viv Richard's um, total? No, for I don't, I don't think, think so. I don't ICC think so. and the World Series came I, together. No, no, because no, they, did, they did not. No, they did, they not, did not. Because that's why, that's why if, I say if, if, if that were the case, Richard would have scored 10,000 runs, but he has still mm-hmm. over 8,000. Richard, I don't know. I know for a fact that that uh, Australia did, but the other countries, I don't, I'm not too sure. Jatin, are you sure that they were added? Because I, one thing I know for sure with, one thing I know for sure because we have always said that Care Parker uh, you know, introduced big money into cricket and the college mm-hmm. clothing and thing and mm-hmm. thing and the mm-hmm. night and day. So we, you know, he he started the whole the whole thing like that, you know. But um, what the, those international runs were weren't considered. At one stage they they dropped one. They were talking about it and then they dropped it afterwards. Yeah. So they, they they didn't add it. That's why I asked if they were considered international. No, not as far as I know, but um, if, if they have changed it, it's something that would have changed re- the, the, the number of runs that they've, that they've scored. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. I, I will yeah. say, I will say yeah. there is a large sub-compromise in that three-way deal. It was a, first of all, if you look at that situation, there was an internal issue, I will say domestic issue, within the Cricket Australia against the Kerry Packers, looking for a Channel 9 broadcasting rights. That was the original issue. And then later, the ICC involved, but the ICC initially stayed away. It said, it's your internal issue. Why don't you sort it out? And when it's not happened, it came all the way to the lot of discussion and the couple of guys, I still remember that uh, case story when they had this uh, Richie Bano was uh, like uh, trying to mediate the situation at the same time in the high court, they were led by the Tony Gregg, Mike Proctor and I believe John Snow from England. These are the people fight for it. And at that point, the things were sorted out to keep, as I said, everyone happy, but there is no way to keep everyone happy, and there should be some uh, string attached. But at least the World Cricket survived, and every player who played for that Kerry Packer was bring back to the national side without any penalties or suspension or any uh, financial burden. That was the beautiful. And the only setback I still remember in that Kerry Packer situation was two people who did not make it. Even they were almost ready to take opportunity. Is uh, Alvin Kalicharan from West Indies? Mm-hmm. He was not able to take that contract because of other obligations. And at the same time, the biggest setback in that Kerry Packer was Jeff Thompson of Australia. These are the only two well-known players. Kerry Packer wanted to have it on their side, but did not make it. But what about the Barbadian fast bowler? He, he he didn't make it neither. He came in afterwards, didn't who? he? Franklin um, Stevens. Who? No, 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 no,
Oh my goodness, yeah. he's, he's, he just... See, what oh, happened, I can tell you, Leon. I, I, I know, Leon, what Marco happened? Marco Marshall. He wasn't... He wasn't Marco came in 77. Marco Marshall was the rookie in 77. If you look at it, he mm. was the first selected to play under West Indies when the front line was gone, when there was yes, no Andy Roberts, yes. there was no mm. Michael Holding. So Malcolm Warsaw was first time came as a young fresh player under the Alvin Kalicharan in India. I still remember. But the initial formation of the Kerry Packer series was based on first World Cup. Whoever the players who played in 1975 World Cup performing well, they are the one got offers. And what happened? The sum of the secondary players made it to the carry packer. It's because of the connection. So let's say West Indies, for example. When the carry packer has a front line, like a Clive Lloyd, you got Weave Richards, Andy Roberts, Michael Holding, then, hey, to make the West Indies team, these players have to find a few more players from back home. And that is how they put together that team. There was no draft. There was no selection. Okay. I think there was Richard Austin. Did Richard Austin play? Yep. Xavier Richards yeah, was leading exactly. the yeah. West Indies squad mm-hmm. in the administration oh, side. Oh, but Holden said when he saw the money coming, he, 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 he was scared, <laughs> man. So much, no, so much zeros. <laughs> guys, guys, that's the funny part. Why hmm. these uh, people in West Indies uh, talk today about the IPL and T20? You have this tradition. Your legends the were running for money too, thing, yeah. way back in 70s. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, and that, that brings me to two points, Jason, before we go. The ladies in this World Cup are getting, well, it's $3.1 million total that they're given. Do, do you think it's about time that we have equal pay for men and women in cricket? You know, the, the footballers in the USA have won their case, and they are owed quite a bit of money. And now is it time for us to have equal pay for women as well as men in cricket? Well, that's, that's, on, the, that's on the screen. That's going to come up very shortly. That's going to be discussed very shortly, probably from the, the next ICC meeting. Yeah, you know um, the reason why I think, Mr. President, why it's not equal, uh, the caliber is not the same. You know? No, 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 no. They are playing the same game. No, but the caliber is not the same. They are playing the same game. No. Let, 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 let me tell you something, Simon. I, I, I have, I'm one of those who, um, I tell you, um, the, the ladies, and I'm, I'm convinced after watching some big bash games, you know, in Australia yes. T20 game. Yes. And when, 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 I, when you talk about the quality of the catches, the quality of, of the hitting, you know, the, 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 the um, improvisation of shots and catching ball down on the boundary line and, and stuff like that. There's no difference from the men. There are no difference from the men. I can tell you. And you you think a woman can bowl 95 miles an hour? You, they may not get the 95, but we're talking about ODI and, 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 and T20 here. And they the are, do, they are doing, the same, um, yeah. they, are, they are doing just, they may not reach the, there's, what, Ismail, this, this girl yeah. from South Africa, she's mm-hmm. way up there, it, it, it's way up there. But I tell you, the quality of play is just as the men believe. The six are not as big, but they are hitting 
some of the ladies hitting six, even out of the park. You have some, some that is really doing it, you know, some of those ladies. So um, I, I, I say it's time to, and, and if nowadays they, they're drawing big, big crowd to when late, like Ladies World Cup, first time when you hear about it. You didn't hear the big discussion, but now yeah. it's a different thing. They have a big following, and don't forget when they had the, 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 the final of the ladies, because in yes, Australia it was like 80,000 people watching. Yes, they used to have like the, 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 men, the ladies going along with the men to like sort of to help them with a crutch. Now the ladies are standing on their own and they are doing just as good. So I say, I say, give the big contract to the ladies too. Yes. Leon, Leon, Leon go, okay, have, go ahead, Dennis. Mm-hmm. I just had one little bit following on oddly there because I'm almost certain I read that the match between uh, England and Australia there was a total of about seventy thousand in the crowd, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe Jason can correct me if I've got this wrong, but I'm sure I read that England and Australia women's team had a, you know, spectator crowd of over 70,000. No, 80,000. 80,000 in that final. In Australia, but he's talking about the present man, the one that just went. Oh, okay. No, no. Okay, I, okay. okay. Yeah. Weren't you yeah, talking about right. the one that just went? When just played yeah, yeah, recently? Yeah, but that's but the one in Australia was oh, over 80,000. in Australia. Yes. No, okay. he's he's talking about the test. No, the the, the, the World the Cup match, the World yeah, Cup championship. Yeah, I thought I, I thought I read that uh, it had it, take place, and I say that to back up what um, I hardly uh, was saying about these crowds in in these matches were played by the women. They're yeah, they're standing alone now. Yeah, yeah they definitely. Yeah. yeah. So what do you they're think, Jetin? Jetin, what do you think? Well, the first of all, we need to see how much popularity these ladies are getting in a cricket world in terms of the fans. Okay. Number two, they are not. Uh, they are catching up. Especially in India, is a big bang right now. Captain yes, Italy, in India, right? yes, you're right. Equaling so many records which Sachin Tendulkar has done on the men side. Okay, so now mm-hmm. more these numbers are getting exposed to the people. In a cricket fraternity, we call it. The people are giving a respect to this lady legend. And that is what is going to happen. More the ladies come forward and start putting performances, they will have followers and fans. Sports without fans does not exist. So this first Mm -hmm. thing is the ladies has to make impression in the cricket world like they are doing something good what the men's are doing. When you compare the U.S. soccer, it's a completely different world. The U.S. women's soccer has done so many good things which the men's team is not able to even do it. And because of that, when the time came out, when the U.S. soccer is paying more money to men and less money to women, where women is heading almost every Olympic and FIFA final, mm-hmm. more often, I will say, than the men even uh, make it sometimes, right? Because last time they lost to the Trinidad and they were completely out of the contest like that, right? So that is the point it triggers. 
the woman fight back and went to the court for the right. Hey, we're doing all this great work. We are bringing more glories to the country. We are having more friends. We are the more generating money. And why we are pitting less here, right? So that is the things we have to say. It's not a gender equality here or the diversification here. The thing is, you have to put this show. You cannot have just eight teams playing in a woman, and you have about 104 teams playing in a men's side, and you're looking for the same pay scale like they do, right? In other way, in my terms, before they ask for the money, they need to prove it, how much they worth. Let's say if you got the four teams in IPL, are you able to generate same number of fans and money with the men's side IPL does? And then you can ask for the money. You cannot have just like I'm playing cricket and give me the money. It doesn't work that way. Let, let's hear from JT, uh, Jatsna. Good evening to you, Jatsna. What do you think? You think women should get the same pay for playing cricket as men? Good evening, everybody. Yeah, popularity is not there, still not there yet for women's cricket. I see the 40 years back was the same thing, and it's it's still going on. So it will take time, I think, in the future. So if I gave you a check, the value of what a man would, would get for playing, would you accept it? If I, if I were to give you, say, the check that, that Cody got, would you accept it or refuse it? No. Joe no answer, Leon, but I can tell you, find a one woman who can stay fit and do the same exercise what the Virat Kohli does before you ask money. How about that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that is true. Well, let me put in here, but let me put in here. I think, I think, um, this will eventually happen, or but it cannot be done by every team right now. No. But, but as I, I think, I think like the English, the Australian, and the, the, the Kiwi, India. In, India. and India, I think they they, they can they, they can you know, especially especially England, um, Australia, uh, and the Kiwis, uh, Mister Mister. Uh, Patel, you know, brought out a point about the popularity of the women and, and stuff. And what what they need to do is is to have is to have a IPL league with yes, the women, you know, going that's like that's my follow up yeah. question. Yes, my yes, my right, follow up question right. was have, to have the ladies IPL, what, then you'll what, test it. Yeah. exactly what exactly. it'll be like. That, then that, have, exactly was my yeah. follow up question because I know there is contemplating a, a world um, a IPL, a women's IPL. And, and then it will be proven. It will be proven right. because people are going to be paying big bucks. So just now put, pad up, okay, and get back in the gym. <laughs> you ready? Yes, you ready? I, am, I am ready. Be, Actually, I play today with kids. <laughs> oh, you might be a coach. Who then, knows? Then I'm coaching, but I'm still playing. I'm playing with them. Jetin, can you give us a preview of the IPL? It's going to be starting the 27th of, of, of this month or the 26th? 27th of March? Just give us a... 26th. Yeah, 26th, and they are ready to roll. They have uh, five teams, uh, I mean, total 10 teams now. So what they did is uh, 
they divided into the two groups, five uh, teams in each group. And what they will do, uh, each group, you playing two games against each other. Means if you are in group one, you got eight games to play <laughs> against the remaining four teams in your group. That will make it almost eight games. And then you are again playing other group, the one game at a time. So that will make up the 14. So they raised the team to 20, but did not increase the number of games. They are going with the same uh, older formula. They are used to play 14 games in a regular round before they put the teams in a ranking one to eight and only top four goes to the competition. So they manage to keep the number of games what it was, even with the eight teams. So the 10 teams means we got more opportunity, more players can play, but the format still same. Thing is gonna only happen is, it's a too tight schedule. Now it's almost two months and maybe a week or 10 days of a schedule that will be jam-packed for the IPL. Means that window, it's a huge, it's not about this month and a half or close to two months. It's a growing. And that will uh, be the main uh, part, how many players they're going to need to keep continue playing for two months. Because everyone, if you look at the workload, in a matter of two months, if you want to be a champion, I believe you are playing about 17 games to be champion in two months. So it's a very competitive, but it will be very exciting because of the format. Because every team has to fight for the spot to be in a playoff. Two, two groups need to have two leaders going into the playoff. That will be the situation. Okay. So... Can you pick your pick? I, I predict that neither Chennai Super King nor Mumbai Indian going to win the championship this year. Do you agree with me or no? <laughs> uh, well, at this moment, uh, I will not go with the old uh, teams anymore because <laughs> if you're trying to stick with uh, Rohit Sharma for Mumbai Indians, that's definitely weight. But he got a lot of also change coming in his team. Same thing, Chennai Super Kings. And uh, don't forget, because of this uh, 10 teams, the addition of the taken mm-hmm. off, some of the good players in a new franchise also, like the Punjab yeah. 11th captain, Kel Rahul is now captain for Lucknow, the new franchise. Mm-hmm. And uh, then uh, Stardom uh, All-Star, we call it uh, Hardik Pandya, used to play for Mumbai Indians. Now he's leading the Gujarat Lions, basically, the Ahmedabad franchise. So now what's happening here? The lot of teams we used to say is a full of uh, good players, talented players or performers. They don't have that strength because now they got some breakup. Some of the good players are going in new franchises. So at this moment, I will say you can put a little bit uh, uh, weight on Mumbai Indians and CSK. That's as always because it doesn't matter how many good players they bring or how many new players uh, they bring it in, their uh, team is always a championship contender. And they will work around and make sure they are performing. 
So yes, I have. If I have to pick it up, I'll still go with Mumbai Indian as number one, and Chennai Super King at number two, and my choice at the third will be the Delhi for this year. Delhi for the, this year. Um, Dennis, what say you? You agree with the Satan? Well, the, oh, the, you the, have some I, I'm looking. I'm definitely looking forward to the IPL this year. I um, did not teams hmm. lined out, you know, uh, last year to be able to um, pick a winner or a loser. But this year I'm more prepared for them and I'm looking forward to uh, to the start of the game. It's interesting that the West Indies is probably one of the um, nations who have set aside that particular period to allow their players to participate without uh, hassles uh, in, in, in the IPL. So that, that's a plus, considering that the West Indies players are some of the, some of the highest paid, highest contracted in terms of funds they're being paid to participate. So I'm looking forward to it when it comes. And uh, as far as the... You know what? I'm curious about whether anybody has any thoughts on... Will we ever see a day when the ladies and men have a combined team playing, you know, either format? That would be interesting. <laughs> yeah. I would love to see that. Five and six. Five and six. I would love to see that. I'm just anticipating that Haley Matthew is going to get a huge contract if that happens. I feel so. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. Listen, Leon, I mentioned something. Listen to uh, Good Morning Jojo, and, and he was doing an interview with, with one of those coaches. And um, the gentleman was saying, yes, uh, actually, a lady, one of the, 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 the wicket keeper is a lady on the men's side. Right. So, so, you know, the, the ladies are playing the men. Um, but not at the international level as, uh, as yet. But I would like to see a, a, an interesting mix. Let, let's say you, you you have a side with with um, two or three ladies in each of the side, and then uh, and and then you know just a specially specially arranged match. That, that would be pretty interesting. <laughs> and my other point is that um, I, um, I was very disappointed that, uh, that um, uh, Akeem Hussein was not was not drafted because I. I know somebody missed out. The guy is a very good bowler, very, very good feeler, and a hard-hitting batter as well. So I'm still hoping it's not too late for him. Somebody may get some injury or, or something, and he may come in as some replacement. I, I'm really disappointed that he did that. But did you tell you that the, 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 the India is chock full of uh, spinners, and it's hard. For you, for spinner to get in, if you're not in the rain. But 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 he's mm. he's not just a spinner. He's not he 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 could be considered an all-rounder because I mean, um, look look at the time what what he did himself and Shepherd yeah. with, with, with mm. England and stuff like that. So he's not just a a yam hitter. You know he he can hit the ball well if if you want him to. Oh, not just on the ground but over the boundary. So um you know in these competitions you you need guys like those. Yes, yes, you need you need players like that, but it's it's tough. I don't know. Anyone else want to? How about you, Mr. McKenzie? What say you about the IPL? Right? They need a, they need a, an experienced umpire. 
Come on, Mr. McKenzie. Is he talking or is he mute? I think he, I, I heard <laughs> one time he was on the phone. Then, oh, I'm, I'm on some radio program coming out of Florida. Uh, you have to put the, put, put the thing on mute when you answer it. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, talk to us. Did you hear the question? No, but see, in India, are they cutting back on the amount of overseas players? No. They're recruiting for the IPL. Are they cutting back on that? No. They increase the number no. of teams? Ah, per team, yeah. But West Indies have gotten no, some of them players. And the they other got teams, more than the last time around. Yeah. And okay, they, uh, okay. other teams are having international duties and they probably not don't have a window like the West Indies. So that's the reason why I, I hope our fellows can do well, especially Hetmeyer. I'm, I'm hoping that Hetmeyer does well. And Odin Smith. I like the young man. I, his name I was, was, was um, not on the tip of my tongue earlier on, but Odin Smith. He's a good, he seems as if he's a quick learner. And put him amongst what those. What happened to Bill McCoy? Anybody can tell. Uh, but, but I know he, he, he was injured and he was kept out of cricket for a long time. He's not fully fully recovered yet. They say he's a oh, shin. That's two guys that I really like, Obid McCoy and, uh, and Akim Hussein. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Simon, anything on your mind you want to discuss with us? You going no, to I'm IPL? just listening, listening to the experts. To the I, are you going to no. the IPL? Would you, if you were to give, be given a ticket, would you go? Sure, for cricket, yeah. <laughs> mark my word, mark my word. Just nice for to give, her, give, give you cricket, her ticket. Yes. She's not going. Oh, I would go to the ends of the world for cricket. <laughs> <laughs> now I tell you what my granddaughter said to me. That's the evening game, you know. Because, <laughs> you know, they were talking about, talking about the American, um, the, the game that just went by last month, the world, world game. So I said, uh, what kind of game is this? They're calling it football and running the ball under the arm. It should be arm ball. <laughs> the game you know is cricket. <laughs> I have no um, understanding. I don't well, really understand well, what they're trying to do. I see them running the ball under the arm and uh, call it football. It looks like I what they call football, rugby in England. Yeah. Ridiculous. I saw that when I came here first. I, I thought it was rugby, yeah. Rugby, yeah. yeah. But I have no interest in that game. I, I really don't understand what they're doing. It doesn't make sense to me, you know. Each his own, man. Cause right, some people right. No, no, Chris, I, don't, I just don't like America. it. I don't understand it. Yeah. No. We, we, we don't most like it. Game in America. Telling you, you tell an American about it, the amount of funds. Yeah. No, that's okay. Contract. Just like in cricket, in the cricket, I explained to my grandkids, the object of the game is the man with the bat, man with the ball, Man with the ball tries to get the man with the bat out, and the man with the <laughs> bat tries to hit the ball over the fence. That's the object of the game. But in this game, they're running up and down with the ball under the arm. I don't understand what they're trying to do. I don't see the object of the game. It doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> but like you said, to each his own. I don't criticize it. I just don't have an interest in it. Okay. Um, um, England coming out here shortly, isn't it? Yeah, they're yeah. In, in, in the Western is okay. already. They're in Antigua already. Yes, yes. Okay, okay. And yes. the question I was going to pull up now is, Western have named their squad. I'm looking for the squad to see who 
panelists would love to at least their team for the first test. Okay. Um, unless you have it, Dennis, you have the West Indies team? They, I, I, can, yeah, I, can give, I can give the squad if that's what you yeah, want. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Give us the squad. Yeah. I'm looking for We it. have Craig Brethwaite, mm-hmm. Jermaine Blackwood, John Campbell, Nkrumah Bonner, Shamar Brooks, Joshua De Silva, Jason Holder, Alzari Joseph, Kyle Mayers, Virasami Permal, Kimar Roach, Jaden Seal, Anderson Phillips, and those are 13 players. And I said, I said we're going to leave out Jaden, not Jaden Seal, Anderson Phillips, and Kyle Myers. Okay, I question think. for Dennis. Uh, Dennis, how many matches are going to be played uh, between West Indies and England? I think they're playing uh, three test matches, if three I'm not mistaken. Three test matches, yeah. Three. Okay. They, play the and they, they play the other matches already. There's Earlier, 15. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, these one are the test Indiana, matches. Three the test first matches. one is in Antigua on the 8th. Yeah. The 16 will go to Barbados. With the okay. And then on the 24th, they'll go to Grenada. Oh, good heavens. I know Irma's brother wouldn't be sleeping at all for that week. <laughs> and there is a special... He loves special the cricket as much as I do. <laughs> no. Yeah, I think they are arranging special, special um, flights from Barbados to Grenada. Yes. So, yeah. so that yes. people can go over because, you know, the airline is not yeah. really frequenting these smaller islands. Yeah. Okay. Uh, a question for you, if anyone can Island. answer, I don't know. Can we do this? Can we ask the panelists um, their, their take on the team? Whom do they feel will be left out? I don't know if Audley has his. And... Yeah. No, so I was just like asking if the, the COVID, if they still have the um, restrictions uh, with in the cricket still in West Indies or that they took the um, restrictions off. That was my the question. The are limited, I understand. The codes are limited. Protocol is still still on, Simon, mm-hmm. but um, uh, it, it is more relaxed, you know, um, okay. because he, he, even in Jamaica, um, the um, Prime Minister Holness said he's not going to shut down the country again because of the uh, uh, COVID. You know, t- things are things are more relaxed, it, and it, it's. Um, the cases are falling more and uh, I mean, you know, less and less cases each day. Okay. Uh, so they, they they are they are more or less uh, saying we are just about to the tail end of it. Thank God. I mean, so it's, you know, it's fair to say we're turning the corner. Right the pandemic. We're turning the corner. De- de- uh, did you did you watch the president right here in America? Did you watch the president um, state of the nation address? And he was without All, his mask. Everybody, everybody, nobody wore masks. Everybody in the house didn't wear masks again because hands and so huh? forth without masks. Without yes, the mask. yes. Everybody was up, up and close and everything. So um, we we're not just turn the corner. We are we are just about um at the finishing line. I would say. <laughs> so come okay, Tuesday, okay, hardly. Come Tuesday I'm morning. I'm glad to hear you are so optimistic. <laughs> I, yeah, that's what. Come Tuesday will be the first test match in Antigua at the Sir Vivian Richards Cricket Ground. And okay. remember, tomorrow is Sir Vivian Richards' birthday, so we're going to sing happy birthday to him. Oh, uh, birthday. Birthday. He's going to lead the choir. 
Okay. Uh, 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 Mr. McKenzie, who, who of the team that you heard, uh, who are the players you think will be left out of the first test match? Well, uh, it's difficult to say, but I think um, we're going to play. We're going to be playing four fast bowlers for sure. We, we're, not, we're going to play four pace men, and I, I am not too sure to say who's going to be left out. But that's the most I can add to that. Okay. Dennis, how about you, Dennis? What say you? Well, I think I pretty much agree with your selection of um, Mayors and Phillips. But, you know, on reflection, uh, Leon, I'm wondering if we shouldn't try Anderson Phillips ahead of Kimar Roach. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. That, that bite. That bite. <laughs> no, no. No, no, he wouldn't, wouldn't be so Roach is more experienced, and mm-hmm. he's the guy who can't get a breakthrough quicker than anybody else. Well, what's to say that? We're not sure of that. We're not sure of that much. But it's a possibility. But I don't see them doing it. Well, no, I, they probably won't because they are very, dare I use the term, conservative in how they select the teams. But it's time for us to shake things up a little bit. And we need, I think Phillips is probably a little quicker than King R. Roach, is he not? Yes, he's bowling quicker. No, and he's... So I, I would, with this England squad, I would be willing to give Anderson Phillips a shot ahead of King R. Roach. Okay. I, I have no qualms with that too, but, you know, I just feel that they're going to go with the experience and play Roach ahead. Yeah, the experience. Yes. And yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. Would, some people are saying to play him and yeah and and, and leave out roots. I hear someone saying so too. And how about you know one, one thing, Mr. President? I'm going to throw the question out. Um, before we heard so much about Heck Meyer, he was going to be next Kanai and all that. What's wrong with him? He just drop off the radar. I haven't heard anything else about him. Well, he has picked up a million-dollar co- contract in the IPL, that's for one. So, isn't that good news? No, but so, I'm playing for West Indies, I'm talking about. But it seems uh, that uh, he can... Uh, it seems that they... They, uh, they kept saying he's not, not, not fit. Fit enough. Okay, because they were touting him as the next Ron Kanai, and he was this, he was so good, and, and I'd never heard anything else about him. No, well, he has been playing, but it, it strikes me... You know, something is going on because even, not even Guyana have picked him as the vice captain. Yeah, that's what I, that's what confuses me. Not know? in the local team, nor even the IPL. So yeah. I say, why why is it that they're neglecting a young man? I don't know. If something is wrong. That, that's why I put the question out because I know you know the game so much. I was going to ask it to uh, Audley because he falls up on this game and they were talking him was the next. Ron Connor, he was such a great player, and then just fell off the wall. I haven't heard anything else about him. You know, well, he well, has, let he, us say, he let can, us say, you know, Connor, um, because he's left-handed. Right. Okay. Let, let, let us say, let us say, um, um, sometimes things are going on in the background that we don't we don't know about because sometimes mm-hmm. that's the only way we, we can try to explain it. You know. And yeah. Because the same person who they are saying is not fit and can do this and whatever. And and on the other hand, you know, he's playing in other leagues and 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 and, and making runs and and so forth. So, yeah, we, yeah. You, you just don't know what is going on in the back. Everything we don't know everything. All right. 
We, we don't know everything. No, but is ever you producing or you're not producing? I mean, yes. if you're not producing, you're not going to go very far. If you're going no. to hear a tone, you yeah. have to make runs. Yes, but that's why they, that's what they need you for. But the yeah, last match that's he played, that's why I tell you know. I tell you something. The yeah, last they, match he played, right? The last match he played oddly, he was got he was given out for obstruction. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and you uh, know, what did he, he, you know he, that, he right? Handed the ball. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And therefore. I don't know if, but if, if it's, that would be. It's no longer called handle the ball, uh, say obstruction. Obstruction. Yeah. Okay. So, Jetin, what say you? I know you uh, know in, have knowledge of, of things like that that happen in the Caribbean. You have friends in high places. Whom do you think they're going to leave out of West Indies 11? I mean, 13. Jetin is not with us? Look like he, look like he's having his stuff. Yep. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I had my stuff um, before I came on. One, 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 thing, one thing I'm happy for, Mr. Simon, is that you, you, you told us that you came on here with a, stum- with a full stomach. Uh, yeah, I just finished my supper at 7.30. Yeah. Just as I came on, I said. Like Mr. McKenzie, I know. Okay. Um, <laughs> he's me hungry, man. Let's ask something about um, the ladies' cricket. Are you happy with the ladies' cricket? Have you been watching the... Oh, yeah. Women? Yes, World yes, yes. Give us some I'm of your highlights. I'm happy India. They won. Sorry, go ahead. Well, no, I'm asking you to give us your, your take on every match, if possible. Western is beating up on... Um, New Zealand. South Africa. New and Zealand, and, yeah. And uh, England. Uh, and Australia. And India walk over. Walk over Pakistan like if there were no, no roadblocks. So tell us. Uh-huh. Give us a question. <laughs> 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 no I like how you put that one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm happy I'm happy for whoever won. How about that? <laughs> oh no, 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 no. I we know you're back in India. Right? <laughs> yes. But I am back in India. Yeah, you're back in India. But um, tell us did you see any any player that you like in other teams that you you know, say is that girl gonna be the future star? Do you see any youngster? Uh, and the folks were talking about the young fast bowlers in the in the the women's World Cup. Can you you just pinpoint any that you can just bring to our attention? Fast bowler is one I know in India is Julan Goswami. Goswami. I heard she yes. was your cousin. Oh, <laughs> she's not Patel. Patels are my cousin. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, even, even watching the watching the ladies match, and um, the only bowler who looks as if any time she bowls, she get a wicket. The same Gulam Goswami, and she Goswami, and she's a veteran. Yeah. She, she was, yeah, she's veteran. always dangerous. Yes, veteran, she's good. She has yeah. the advantage of being tall. Also, she's pretty tall. Oh, yeah. Tall, tall, yes. yes. Yeah. yeah. So. She, 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 reminds, she reminds me, she reminds me of Ishan Sharma, the tall Indian yeah. guy. Yeah. 
Chama. Yes. 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 So India will win yeah. then. According to just now, India will win the World Cup, right? Well, hoping, yes. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> but the way they played against Pakistan, you know. You think they have? I think they're removing. I think they're removing the covers um, in the in the in the World Cup match. They're removing the, the oh, covers. Oh, bad news to the West. So, uh, mm-hmm. I'm just watching. Yeah. Yeah. So. Simon, I haven't heard you, from Cardinal. Is Cardinal with us? No, 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 no. Cardinal Ivan or who else? No, those are two missing. Nobody else. Okay. No. Just the folks. Is is um Virgil with us still? Virgil, you still with us? Mm-hmm. Virgil, I, I think he's gone. Liam. Virgil, oh, fatigue. Oh, he's dropped. He's dropped. He's dropped. He's all the way in Antigua, so. Yeah. <laughs> I think he went for tea. Yeah. Yeah, he went yeah. for tea. Chairman, any question in your mind? You want to give us a question before we go? One, one last question. Who's that? Simon, Simon, uh, any questions from you before we go? Anything that you didn't you miss? Because you had no. So much uh, everything's clear with me now. I asked all that I wanted to ask uh, of of Audley and Mr. Patel. They gave me the answers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, you, what do you know? Go ahead, Simon. Go ahead, uh, Audley. No, I'm just the information. I, I know, I know, I came in late. Um, you know, but um, did you end up, I guess you guys. Uh, I assume you guys discussed the death of Shane Warne and and and, uh, and Rodney yes, Marsh as well. Yes, we, I did. I did. I did. I did. I did. I did. Yes, we did that last week. We did yes, that last did, week. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Can, yes. can I can I give you my essay that I wrote in it? Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. The, the cricketing world is mourning the loss of two. No, let me go back. The cricketing world is mourning the loss the, or the death of two Australian great cricketers. Shane mm. Keith won 52 and Rodney William Marsh MB 74 went to the great beyond on March the 4th. Incidentally, the same day as the late Romaco, Ronaco Morton of Nevis, who left us on, some 10 years ago. Jane was regarded as one of the greatest leg spinners to have played the game. He captured yes, 308 wickets um, at an average of 25.41 during his illustrious career of 145 test matches. Another Virgo has left us. Rest in peace. Rodney Marsh, MBE, was another uh, rela- remarkable Australian. Uh, yeah, keeper. keeper. Vicky keeper, yeah. He scored some 3,633 runs at an average of 26.51. As a keeper, he took 343 wickets, catches, and 11 stumpings. During an outstanding career spanning a period of some from 1970 to 1984, may his soul rest in eternal peace and rise in glory triumphantly. Mm-hmm. So, so I, would, I, I, I would just say with that one, Rodney Marsh, you have to include known as the Iron Glove. Iron Glove. Okay. The, the Iron Glove. 
All right. Iron Gloves, Mark. Yes. So that's my take on him. And we we, we, we we talked about it, Mr. McKenzie, but as you were late, you you had the preference of hearing it at the last uh, And I apologize for that. And one one other thing, too. Leon. One, one mm-hmm. other thing, Leon, I would not say one of the greatest leg spinners. I would say he is the greatest leg spinner leg ever. Spinner. That's no, no, anyway. The, the world. He was. Well, uh, well, that is your opinion. That, of course, yeah, that is yeah. your opinion. Some I, people for me, mm-hmm. yeah, he for was. me, uh, he I was. think he, he, he was mm. the greatest le- leg spinner ever. I agree with the that. The world has ever seen. The world has ever seen. And the, the varieties and, and, and stuff like that. Yeah, and he, he, and he, the backup with, 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 with over 700, 708 wickets. 708 wickets. You know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Greatest leg spinner the world has ever seen. And, and yeah. just he, before he died, before he died years the, old was a baby, man. Yes, and before, before just before he died, I was just watching. They were showing some great moments in cricket. They were showing when when Shane Man was at ninety nine, and he hit that ball and you know to to go around the boundary, and then he was caught at ninety nine. And because that because of that, he has never made a test century. But he was out for ninety nine. One of those statistics of the ninety nine out. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, Judge Cass, would you give us your, t- your, your final thoughts? Coming close to the end, I'll give you a long time to say what you didn't have a chance to say earlier up, and then we're going to ask Simon, and then we'll ask, yeah. Go ahead, Justin. Yeah, just want to say, yeah, um, good evening again. Uh, be safe, take care, and very sorry to hear about our two legends passed away. Oh. Australians, yeah, rest in peace. Oh. Our condolences to their family. All right. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Simon, be safe. Everybody care. Yeah, be safe as well to you. Thanks for coming on and regards to the family. And stay safe. As Is well. Miss Murchison with us? Is Murchison with us? Yes, I'm going to bring her in too. I'm going to bring her in, so. Don't you? Oh, she's left us too. Okay, go ahead. Uh, maybe she's going to tea. Yes, she's going to tea. Well, how about you say, man? Are you still? That's okay, still I'd be very happy to do that, Mr. President. Uh, mm-hmm. Once again, it was a wonderful show. Come on every Sunday night, hoping to learn something new, and you never disappoint me. Always learn something new about the great game of cricket. And I want everyone to have a very safe week. And Mr. Mackenzie would say, stay in your crease. And mm-hmm. we're here for Next week, Sunday, on the radio from 6 to 9. Have a wonderful week, all. Be safe. You and your whole family, be safe. Good night, all. Just to remind you, Thursday evening, we're going to talk, right? Thursday evening. We know that, right? You and Mr. McKenzie. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Mm. Let me say good night to everyone. Uh, It's a wonderful show. Lay on your door. You had put a lot into this thing. I really appreciate that. And um, I am sure he's, uh, I hope our, our listeners enjoyed it as much as we did. And so with that, I'm going to say good night to you all. Stay in your crease. And i see you on the radio next Sunday, God willing. Good night. Okay. Before Bye-bye. you go, before you go, don't go because I have to give credit to Mr. Dennis Heat. Mr. Heat has oh, put a oh, lot yes. into, I, I, into the show. And he, he has helped me a lot. Because you could imagine Man. my doing everything here. You see Dennis yes. will do a lot 
uh, work in the background, so we have to give in him the a little couple praise. Of days. Yes. Yes, he was please. fantastic. I, I, he calls me every minute of the day. How can he get you and I can't? I don't know why. <laughs> he know when he's not sleeping. He know when he's not asleep. <laughs> I think he has a private number. He has his private number. <laughs> no, I think I'm his protege. Jetin, are you uh, with us? His number still here with us, but... Uh, He's gone. Yeah, it's a great show for today, and all I can say, let's keep eye on this uh, Women World Cup, and then next week we'll have some more stuff to talk, because mm-hmm. we are making a lot of uh, good progress in the uh, media world, I will say. Uh, till then, good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Good night to you. Thanks for all the help, too. That and good night to you, Mr. Mr. Patel. Yeah, oddly. Why don't you go? Yes, sir. yes, sir. Um, just uh, enjoy the show. I'm apologizing again for um, this time I was at home. I came in. I mean, as I said before, oh, I had a rough week oh. last week, and, and and I came in. I, I didn't set my alarm, and I went to lie down, and I and I, I fell asleep. So when I called it, I just woke up. So I apologize for that. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so we have we had. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So. So, so we have had a wonderful show, of course, and as I mentioned in uh, in the uh, earlier about the COVID and things that, um, although we are at the finishing line, as I would say, uh, let us not put down our guard. Still, there are things like washing our hands, and um, I still bump fists instead of shaking hands and stuff like that. And you know, whenever I'm going into any enclosed place like supermarkets and things, still still wear my mask and, and stuff like that. A lot of people are not doing that, but I'm still doing that right now. So let us still be careful and don't get too complacent, all right? So go on out there, have a wonderful, wonderful week. But before we do, you know, um, there are a lot of things that sometimes on our mind and it bothers us and we wonder about it. But um, the good old song, a good old song, I say, why worry when we can pray? Why but you know, a lot of time we... Well, yeah, but a lot of time we turn around and seemingly say, why pray when we, when we can worry? We don't want it that way. So just start to learn about worry. it. All right? Mm-hmm. Have a wonderful, Dennis, wonderful week, you all. God willing, we'll talk next week. Bye. Dennis, can you do me a favor? Would you give us a recap of what we spoke to, about and then give your final thoughts? Just what you remember. Well, I know it's... Mm. You, this, well, today we really got into the, uh, the Women's World Cup. We explored the past matches, the matches that's gone ahead and the ones that are to come. We looked at the uh, England in the West Indies and the President's Eleven and how we thought those boys had uh, um, made an effort to uh, come up to scratch and three outstanding names that we think might be knocking on the door. And, of course, we enjoyed looking at Sri Lanka and India, Australia touring Pakistan and Pakistan and Afghanistan and Bangladesh. And now we're counting the hours to the England-West Indies first test match in Antigua, I think it is. Yeah, Antigua, the 18th. Tuesday. uh, 
brief summary. And before we go, I'd like to remind people we're having a meeting, very important meeting, because we have some deadlines coming up where we must submit documents, uh, IRS and state documents. So please make sure you return those uh, surveys and also be prepared to attend the meeting at uh, next Thursday at uh, 8 o'clock Eastern time because some decisions must be made by by Thursday in order to catch the deadlines. So stay safe and looking forward very much to uh, seeing you all on Thursday. I say next Thursday, that Thursday coming. This and Thursday, okay. This Thursday, yes, the 10th. And there's a yes, – check your email, please. Check your email, please. That is critically important because a lot of these days we're communicating via email and we we are asking for responses in some instances, or we're informing you, and there's nothing better than an informed participant and an informed panelist. Please, so check your email on a regular basis. If you've never done it before, start mm. doing it now. This is a new year. Leon, and we're so grateful for oh, Dennis' work, I tell you. He has put a lot go, of work before into it. Before I go, Leon, I just informed that you go. Sorry. Um, New Zealand won the toss on the side to bowl. So they're going to play. New Zealand won the toss and they're going to bowl. Back to you. Sorry. Okay. New Zealand won the toss and decided to bowl. Where is the rain? Anyway, so I was saying, you know, <laughs> I was saying Dennis has put a lot of work into helping us to. Yeah, kudos to Mr. Dennis. So kudos. Kudos. We are Big grateful. Time. Big time to Dennis because I tell you, me alone could not have done what he has been doing. And I just want you all to just pay attention to the web page and see the things that he has put out, the outline and everything, make it so easy to follow. And when once you get an email, he, no, please know that you can respond to him and he will get it done. He knows how to get things done. Thanks a lot, Dennis. And anybody whom I have called, take in left as well. They, they didn't say peace. Anybody didn't say their peace but me. Thanks again for all the help that has been given to me to make this show possible. Uh, for me, could not have uh, alone could not have made it possible to have a show for 11 years going and we are able to produce the quality of show and we're looking to move to greater heights and we thank Jatin a lot as well too and Audley and of course Simon and everybody but because of a combination of, of um, effort, we're able to produce this show and have been doing so for the longest while. So come Monday would be the great Sir Vivian Richard's birthday. So I just chose this song for him. And um, then I have two songs keyed up as we are hoping the West ladies will go on to win. So here is one. Vivi is the name, cricket is the game, brother I don't know how he could play cricket so, but his batting, bowling, feeling, catching his breath taking, sometimes I just wonder if he's a next as in the making, that man Richard could really bat, it's something to see him and the attack, thundering bowling again and again, it's remarkable how he does Oh, yeah.
made in a Shandazika. Perfect coordination of body and mind. That brother is really dynamite. Space him. He ain't give a front where you're fooling him. Faster, slowly, you're going back to the boundary. When the bowling tight, if you see the man, he has a defense, no bowler can penetrate. Yet still he can score his runs as freely as he will. He could beat the tightest deal with sheer technical skill. When that man drives you, he scores the deal and leaves the mid on. Standing still, his breath left leg cut right off the stump. So many times that left come and take the stump. No bowler holds a terror for Biddy and Richard. Not Thompson, not Lily, not Biddy, not Shanda Sika. Perfect coordination of body and mind. That brother is really dynamite. Pay him. He don't give a front for you bowling him. Fast up slowly, you're going back to the boundary. England, here they come, this hunk of a man, this classical player and his fellow Antigan, and the Robert Redkin have back once again in your country, Vivian Richard Redkin bowlers, boundary after boundary, watch this scoreboard, kick it on, when Vivian bats him, the machine must run, and people applauding, but runs like run, and another splendid Richard century again. No bowler holds a terror for Biggie and Richard. Not Thompson, not Lily, not Biggie, not Shanda Sika. Perfect coordination of body and mind. That brother is really dynamite. Pace him. He don't give a front for you bowling him. Fast and slowly, you're going back to the boundary and deep. Australia, Bangladesh, Bermuda and Canada, England, the Netherlands, India and Ireland, New Zealand, Kenya, Pakistan and Scotland, South Africa, Zimbabwe and Sri Lanka, administrators, players and fans, welcome to World Cup Cricket in the Caribbean. Welcome to the best place in the world. Welcome to the best game in the world Every man and woman, every boy and girl Welcome to the best place in the world Welcome, welcome, welcome one and all Welcome, let's have a ball We want you to have real fun in the islands under the sun Welcome, welcome, welcome Welcome to the best place in the world Welcome to the best game in the world Yes, it's nice. Our hospitality is second to no 